is just leaving. It's your boy D. I'm sorry. Sitting in a homeroom with Moose, class is now in session. Yo, 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 yo. So listen, this is the Homeroom with Smooth podcast, also in collaboration with Prime Kai's. Over there on Twitch, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all sub to him on Twitch. Don't sub to me. Sub to him. Okay, he's consistent. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, I'm over on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I just got to be honest. I got to be frank. All right, so listen. Uh, I got with me these this wonderful panel that was put together by none other than Bam. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? For getting this whole thing together. Um, so without further ado, we'll let the ladies going left to right uh, introduce themselves. Hello, everyone. I am Paradise Paris, and of course, I am your favorite controversial content creator, and you can find me on almost every app you touch. Hey, everybody. My name is Hope Giselle. I'm an author, advocate, all that good jazz, and for the sake of this conversation, I'm just a person trying to get my shit off, so that's just about it. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Zimmy. I'm a sociologist and a professor, and I'm um, just super excited to be here for this conversation. What's up, guys? It's your girl, 420 Artist Whitney. Um, your YouTube's about to be YouTube's favorite tarot artist, you know, about to be out here reading everybody for their life, but giving guidance, though. But um, artists as well. So check me out on all socials, 420 Artist Whitney. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> what? Ba uh, Bam. That was fantastic. Introduce yourselves. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> no, know me now, my people don't know who you are, fam. They don't need to. This is on audio. <laughs> they don't know who you are. Okay. My name is Bam. I am nigga that gives correct takes 100% of the time. <laughs> Find me uh, at this little name <laughs> underneath here. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna need the car facts on that one. All right, so um, <laughs> uh, my name is Prime Kai. Uh, you will find me on Twitch and YouTube and other platforms as well. I do debate panels, uh, something similar to this, uh, all the time, uh, gathering diverse people, and we love to have you. So uh, hit me up there on Twitch and YouTube. All right, all right, all right. So listen, uh, I'm going to pass this off to uh, my man Bam because he has the opening. So go ahead, Bam. Okay. Um, with this discussion, we hope that we delve into the impact being a black woman has on your dating life, social interactions, political engagement, views on feminism, and feelings about media portrayals. Explore the challenges, stereotypes, and cultural expectations you encounter in these areas and share your unique identities and experience and desired changes you see in represent, uh, representation. So basically, to sum all that up in the simple words, uh, one at a time, tell me what being a black woman means to you and how do, how do you feel about that? Left or right? Mm -mm, um, right? I don't know. It's kind of like this unicorn, imaginary, like glowy feeling that you get. Like you just, it's always like a, a bubbly sensation all the time being a black girl <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no seriously like it's really some dope shit because we kind of like we the underdog but we always rising like you know we really slept on 
And then there we go, surprising the hell out of everybody. And it's kind of amazing to constantly keep making people look at you and listen to you. And I know a lot of women have an issue with that, but it's kind of like, it's one thing when you have, for instance, white women, they're going, hey, look at me, look at me. And black women, we just be vibing, doing our own thing. And then everybody be like, look at her, look at her. You know, so that's to me how it feels like existing as a black woman. A lot of times I don't have to ask for attention. I just vibe. I just do my own thing. I just create my own sector. And people rock with it. And they like, they support it. However, you know, and I don't make myself have to conform to other people's ideologies. I just do my own thing. And then even for black women who don't represent me or look like me, they still fuck with it and we just bowling. So that's how I feel for me. Okay. Oh. I, I think I agree with that, but I would probably label it like a variety box of my favorite shoes or like a closet of my dreams. Like I feel like that's what being a black woman feels like to me. Like I can go into this space that like there's something that I need and nothing is ever lacking. And even if I didn't know it was there like before, when I need it, it pop up. Like being a black woman is like perpetually having community for me. Like I feel like, don't get me wrong. I know that everybody has their like their sense of community, but nothing is more solid than a community of black women as a black woman, right? Like there's just like the way that we communicate, the way we talk, the way we dance, the way that we move, the way that we argue, like there's something that is very specific about it. And even in the understanding of like, we could be arguing, but you don't get to come in on this arguing and argue with us. Like, you know, like there, there, there's a bunch of different like safety cues and notes. And it just feels like, like I said, like being able to go into a closet built just for me and whether I need a hug, whether I need to be cursed out and told about myself, whether I need some love, whether I need somebody to tell me that that is not the outfit of the day or somebody mm-hmm. to, you know, pat me on my back and tell me that I'm doing good. Like black women going to do that every time 10 toes down. And I feel like every day waking up knowing that, like it don't matter how much one black girl pisses me off. I know that it's going to be another one that's going to make me smile that day. So it's just, I don't know. It just feels, like perpetual community for me. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I would echo a lot of what um, Paradise Paris and Hope Giselle mentioned. So as someone who grew up with two sisters, I would say being a black woman is like an ongoing, never ending sisterhood, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's no matter where you go and it's global, right? Not just within the US, you have these group of people who you gonna fight with, you're gonna bicker with, you're not always gonna see eye to eye, but like at the end of the day, there's this like undercurrent and underlying like love for one another that we all have. And that love, it, it almost feels, it's not necessarily unconditional, but there's just this sense that like you can get support in whatever you need. Like I know no matter where I am, what I need, I can always count on some black girl somewhere to have my back and to make sure that I get through. And it's it's the way I feel about my sisters, right? Like we're not, we're three very different women, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what either one of my sisters needs. They know they can come to me and vice versa. So I would say being a black woman is like having that, but like multiplied with all these different women that you don't know. Okay. And Winnie. Uh, well, basically piggybacking off everybody, everybody else said, and I feel like we're very multifaceted and I love that about us because there's not one section of black girl. There's different, there's alternative, there's like, there's, you know, 
the nerds, there's the models, there's the jocks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love mm-hmm. how we still, like everybody says, as much as we fight and not agree with each other and be coming for each other's lace fronts, we still, <laughs> we be like, hold on, wait a minute. We got, we know when to show unity. You know what I mean? Right. Even when we're being the most disrespected right. <laughs> things in the world. So we, we still, we are very strong, even though our shoulders are weak at times. Okay. So basically, now this is going to be just open. We don't have to go in order anymore. But we've spoken on a lot of the positives that y'all see of being a black woman. What are some of the negatives that come with it? Being labeled. That was the first thing that I thought of. Being labeled. Especially when I'm in an environment. If I'm in an environment where I'm just like, going to a doctor's office and then somebody talks to me in a certain type of way because they assume I'm from somewhere I'm not and I open my mouth and then they're like, oh, like take it aback. Yeah, I don't like that. I would say for me, it's definitely the preconceived notion of the behavior. You know, the, oh, she's going to be aggressive. Oh, she's going to be uh, rude. She's going to be, it's almost as if like, um, you don't just find it amongst other cultures or just me. You find it amongst other black women too. They automatically think if I've never interacted with you before, never engaged, like she's just going to be so rude to me and she's going to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I, I'm going to give you respect of the contingency alone that you're a black woman and I'm going to be nice to you. And if you choose to re- receive that, then great. We, we can go forward. We can make a connection. If you choose to not, then I'm going to handle it accordingly. Period. I was just going to say, like, I feel like it's the fact that there are these boxes. And sometimes I feel like we have to find the box and fit into it. Like, there is no, you get to be Erica Badu, Indiari, Beyonce, and a little bit of Christina Aguilera, like, all at one time. Like, you have to, like, find your lane. So if you're going to be the girl that's the diva, you're perpetually, like, the diva auntie that thinks she's better than everybody. Even though, like, <laughs> been some days I'm not her. Some days I really am Indiari in the backyard picking grapes and fruits and things. And it's just like, why do I have to, like, always serve just this one type of black girl in order to be considered legitimate, right? Like, I can't be Megan on Monday and then turn around and be, you know, Hallie or Michelle Obama on Friday because it's like, oh, no, we saw you busting it open. You did. And now I'm busting it open, right? Like, and did. And both of those things are okay. So, like, I think, like, for me, like, on the judgment tip, that's exactly how I feel. Like, I'm, I'm alternative. I am rock. I am sex. I am kink. I'm all of these things. But it's like, if I express that to too many different people, then it's, oh, she don't know who she is. She doesn't know what kind of woman she wants to be. She's a chameleon or, oh, she fake. She blends in with whatever group she with at a time. And it's just like, no, these are just different pieces of me that different people serve the energy for That's all. So, yeah. yeah. And adding to that, I would say for me, I think then one of the drawbacks of being a black woman is that like everybody expects you to be the cleanup woman, right? Like, so you are, you're supposed to support everybody. You are supposed to fix all the ills of the community, the black community, the U S the just everything. Right. It's kind of like not showing up. Like people have questions when you don't show up to be the cleanup woman. Like how dare you like not show up for me. Right. Because that's kind of like the role that you're expected to play um, in society. So I would say in addition to like some of the, the stereotypes and the assumptions, there's also this assumption that like 
we are there to be the caregivers and caretakers for everybody. Right. You know what? Even if it's for our I hear you, Zimmy, and I, I noticed how Hope and um, Whitney responded to it. And honestly, I don't wear that shoe. Um, I make it my business to prioritize me first, and I make it my business to tell people where my boundaries are as far as respecting the autonomy and respecting my time. Um, I stop doing that because I feel like a lot of times it comes from conditioning, and it does mm-hmm. come from other people's expectation. A lot of times mm-hmm. we are taking ourselves in two situations where people did not ask for us and putting on that hat and saying, hey, if you need help, come over here. I will serve you. And so I stopped doing that. I stopped trying to show up and be present for everybody. And now I make them communicate if they have their needs and those needs include me. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, do you get called aggressive or? No, I mostly get called aggressive when I am asserting myself and I'm speaking up for myself that's when I get called aggressive and um I get called aggressive when um I'm not agreeing with people so those two things but typically right like in person I'm a very little woman like I'm just five two two. so it's not like I don't have that issue more so online than anything or when I'm on the phone with customer service and it's a, a woman who don't look like this when she's not melanated trying mm-hmm. to try me. Then I have to go ahead and, you know, like, then that's when. Mm-hmm. Other than Gather that, her. Yeah. the men, um, I have been gaslighted by also this this colored man trying to, you know, <laughs> but uh, as far as, like, black yeah. men and black women, that is not what I get. A lot of times, the only time, the only time I get that is when it's with the people who, you know, look like the Google backdrop when you get on the homepage. <laughs> I ain't never heard of it called the Google backdrop. <laughs> Google backdrop. That's wild. That's wild. I am a little woman. I, I am a very little woman. A lot of times people, they undermine me. They mm-hmm. tend to think that they know I'm gonna lack intelligence. They little kid me. I'm five two too. Yes, that's that's they they think that I'm gonna lack intelligence, and I do think that that has a form to play with pretty privilege because I typically carry a white woman's posterior. I'm busty, so initially, you, you, you y'all know like that's what right. they like. White women like <laughs> that's, that's their thing. The the, the chest. So you know if I can be candid about it, the the aggressiveness only comes out online, right? Because we have uh-huh. all of these caricatures of people who want to be social media influencers and relationship gurus and they don't know shit. And then we have, you know, the people in public, but I come from a very um racist part of the country. So mm. I'm conditioned to understanding that. A lot of times when I'm asserting my boundaries, I'm getting you ain't gotta be like this. Now you know you ain't yeah. have to the guilt they try to emotionally manipulate me into feeling bad because I said no. Yeah, but also because we don't. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't look my age, so I get little girls a lot, and I'm like, hold on, I'm in my thir- I'm in my mid thirties, dog. Like, I'm. A I would not against that. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Do you hear me? So like, especially like when they try to little kid you, and you're like, oh, definitely. Been here for a while. 
<laughs> I've been here for a while, bro. <laughs> um, can I ask, like, since you brought up your height, um, do you feel, uh, like, do you feel unsafe in certain environments, um, maybe as a black woman or as a petite person? No, I think because we like to fight. So you're scrappy. Not to discount other women's experiences. I'm not a I'm not a fearful person. You're gonna have to show me. I just I just was I don't have that mentality. I'm a gun owner now. I live oh. in the house with guns. I, I, you heard I, that bam? Like so, you, you my, mom. Like, my mom has um she has five sisters that live in the city that we live in. All together, she has nine sisters in-house, and then it's a couple more outside. Run up on one of my aunties. I promise you, one of them have a weapon on them. But that's how I was raised. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't do that to me. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't accept that. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I very much so. Um, I don't welcome confrontation, but I know how to handle it. So yeah. even with me being little. Um, I, as a, as a youth, like I said, people typically take that and they try to try you. They, they try to undermine, they try to, um, you know, basically you, you, the underdog cause you're, you're small, like you, you're not a threat to people. And so even with the gaslighting or the, you know, um, I don't know, like the, the little nitpicking, it, it's very common. Like they don't take me serious until I get here. Mm-hmm. I heard whenever y'all were um, whenever y'all were mentioning on the labor that's expected of you uh, so I'm just uh, curious about that do y'all feel like the black community as a whole has your best interest at heart? No as a whole? Mm-hmm. No absolutely <laughs> not no, absolutely no. Not. We're, we're too disheveled to know what's best for anybody at this point like we don't have no way to come together to figure it out for some reason, which I don't understand. I think that the black, I was going to say, I think the black community is okay with the, the stress struggle, et cetera, of black women. If it means the upliftment of like cis black men, right? Like you, you can die. We, you can die for a cis, you know, black, like they are, because they're supposed to be the pathway to, to freedom, to like yeah. black liberation, right? The way that these movements have been set up is that like black men are the pathway and the key to black liberation. And so like get down or lay down. If you're, if, if you're not willing to support the black man on his way to like up, uplifting and freeing the black community, then like you are really dis- disposable. And I think that black women get expected to do the labor, but we're actually <laughs> Seen as quite disposable beyond that. I completely think something else. Absolutely. Um, No, honestly, I think that is the opposite. I absolutely believe that Black women are seen as the catalyst of all things great in the Black community. I do think that in totality, everybody does want Black women to succeed because if the men are not around, which we've been socialized and we just had a history of them being separated from us, even if they have not left on their own standing, the women will be there. Black women are not the threat. Black men are the threat. So there have been things put into place that separated us from Black men. And so for the Black women who champion to have Black men around, we typically demonize them as if that they are lap dogs or that they shouldn't support or that they are some weak individual because they're champions to have their path mm. to freedom around. 
you know, threat to who though? Yeah, so it's you like said it was a threat, but threat to who? Like threat to uh, black women or to, threat to the no, larger white a society? To other parts of society. So okay. black men, to me, um, you know, their protection lies in their intimidation, and a lot of times we only emphasize what it looks like with them in proximity to us. But a lot of times we're talking about black men as if they haven't been right there alone every single struggle in revolution with us. They've, they've been mm -hmm. right there the whole time. I have yes. the, um, always, I always say in the black community, there was always one code. Don't touch women, don't touch children. That's always been one code. And we know that if the black men are not around, you do everything in your power to attempt to protect the women because the men may not be there. So I, yeah. I don't see it that way. Is that really what black men do? Do are, are black men? I'm, I'm sorry. Like You're I don't gone. know, but I think that <laughs> is, that, is that a question? <laughs> is this I'm a question? It's been about yeah, time. Because I'm, 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 really, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with that too because I feel like there are parts of what paradise is saying that i'm like yeah that resonates mm -hmm. that that tracks i get that but i'm i'm definitely leaning into to zemi and i believe like 420 whitney when like we are the so based on the question when it's about like the idea of are the interests of black women right like as a whole for the whole community like are they all in sync and are they all in step and that's like no like if we're honest there are so many people's agendas that come before black women as it pertains to just the black community alone like fuck humanity fuck everybody else's struggle but when it comes down to black people i think that zimmy hit the nail on the head when she said that if you are serving the black man with your black womanhood or with your black femininity then absolutely my love then we are all in step the second mm -hmm. that you say also king I need to take a little bit of this this mojo we got going on here and talk about bodily autonomy for women over here right fast. Mm -hmm. That is when all of the rest of that shit goes out of the window. And it's like, those are things that I feel like are, are interesting and ridiculous at the same time. You want me to come and be your ride or die, right? And I, I'll take mm -hmm. it back to an example that I think that we all have heard at least once in, in our life. I have to be your ride or die no matter what type of black man you are. Whether yeah. you're the CEO on your way up to becoming a billionaire or whether you the dope boy trying to move from the middleman to the head guy, right? I'm expected to ride or die for you. And there are conversations that happen on every level of every spectrum of black man where they all justify the deprecation or the upliftment of black women, but only based upon how they are treated in the process. So if it is really, if the question is solely about whether or not the black community as a whole is in step with the betterment or with the needs of black women, most of the time, the answer is absolutely the fuck not. Because at the end of the day, respectfully, I have ahead. to talk to that respectfully because um, for one, most of the time when you even have women in those predicaments where it's drugs affiliated, the man is taking all the charges and he wanted her to go back home. That bottom line, they're taking all the charge. Secondly, there's a lot of times in the black community where um, we base everything, the majority of our violence is based off retaliation. Somebody did something or said something wrong to somebody, mama or their sister or their cousin. And another man went and checked that man about behind that man. And maybe he ended up in jail or maybe he lost his life because of the disrespect that his sister, mama, cousin, girlfriend, whoever was around him experienced. And so he stepped up to the plate. Another thing about that is even when we're talking about how the dynamic of between mothers and sons, we have a huge issue with emotional incest. That is one of the key catalysts. Boys, 
are not only taught to prioritize their mother, they have an inherent respect for women that women are not taught. Initially, when growing up as a black girl, even me, I come from a two-parent household, but I have nothing but single women around me. It was always prioritize yourself, get your money, go get an education. That, that was always the thing. Go get an education. Don't worry about no man. Men will come. Boys will come. The, the idea of dating was so far-fetched as a black girl. You snuck around with boys. You weren't allowed and champion to deal with boys. You were told you were fast. You were minimized. You were degraded. Off of the strength of just having a like, not just an interest, just an attraction, not actually engaging. And But when it came to the boys, it was always prided for them to have a romantic interest in anything that they do for a girl that is positive. Anytime he's buying or something, anytime he's doing just something that men should be doing, people praise and rapport for uplifting her. So even when we look at how men act with their mothers versus how men behave with their spouses, even though we understand that there's a disconnect, they inherently are taught to always respect women. We are not taught that. So if we're talking about what the overall consensus of for black women, that everybody in three demographics, right? Sexuality aside, you're talking about black men, black women, and this is not cisgendered or other, and you're talking about black children. When you're talking about those three demographics, the question is, do all do everybody in the black community want black women to succeed? My answer is yes, because everybody in the black community relies on black women to succeed. I would say, I don't think that men in general have been taught to respect women. And I certainly don't think that black men are an aberration and how when, how men have been taught to relate to women. Right. So I think some of what you're describing is men are taught to dominate women. They're, they're taught to objectify and take ownership of women. Right. That's why, you know, there's all this rhetoric around like what you can buy your girl and you know, you're right. It's not really about women. It's about how you get to demonstrate or display your dominance and or your masculinity through your dominance to other men to through your domination and ownership of women, right? Um, and I don't think this is not we're talking about black people, so we're gonna talk about black men, but it's not unique, right? This is a byproduct of patriarchy. Black I, yeah, I get called a misandrist because I think it's wild the black men sometimes act as if they are immune to patriarchy. They don't we're they all benefit from patriarchy. They what? They do they, not benefit from patriarchy. Black correct. men cannot benefit from a system that was not created for them. Black black men absolutely do benefit, benefit from, from patriarchy are. because they're men and all men benefit from a patriarchal system, maybe not in the mm-hmm. same way, right? Maybe not in the same way. But all men benefit from it's a, still beneficial a, a in some way. All men will benefit from a system where men are at the at the head of that society, right? It doesn't look the same for every single man, and I right. think that's a that's a nuanced conversation to have. But this idea that black men don't benefit from patriarchy just kind of like flies in the face of like truth and what we know about how society functions. So I, I don't think that to go back to the question about. Uh, are, are Black women, how are Black women treated, right? I think that Black women are, to, like Hope said, if you are doing service, right, doing work in the service of Black men, Black masculinity, uh, then you are a woman that's like uplifted. But we can look at how men treat issues that don't have anything to do with them, right? Like 
you look at the split in the black community about how we think about like reproductive autonomy, for instance, right? You have like black men, shout out to the Hoteps, who are like, uh, Planned Parenthood <laughs> was created so that you know, we can we can stop black pop, you know, the depopulate the black community, right? No thought about like how black women have historically, since chattel slavery, been denied of reproductive autonomy. Black women literally had zero reproductive autonomy under a system of chattel slavery. There's no connection between that for black men who are espousing this kind of uh, uh, anti-reproductive autonomy rhetoric, right? So when you look at women's issues that maybe fly counter to black men's needs, that's when you really get a sense of how black women are valued. And, and we're just not, at least not by black men. I found it very interesting that when the question was posed, you immediately like sectored into a gender war. And I, I found that quite interesting. And then it's more so of like um, insinuating that men in general are not taught like the act of the dominant cannot be correlated with the act of protection or even with the idea of gifting. That's courtship. That's essentially traditionalism. That's basically what it is. But you use the word dominance and that comes off as a negative connotation when if it was a woman who was saying he buys me things, then you would be saying he care about me or he was expressing your acts of service, gift giving. It's, it's just it's a, a lot of nuances in the conversation, because when you're talking about it from a different dynamic and it's based off of who is saying it, it becomes a threat versus acceptance. So if it was a man saying he was giving you a gift, right, now you're saying, oh, he's trying to dominate me. But if it was a woman requesting the gift and she's expecting it from the man is basic her standard. Now you're saying this is him expressing his gratitude. This is him showing me appreciation. This is an act of service. But in regards to the whole entirety of the question, when I think of black men, are there some black men who absolutely have no respect and no moral regard for black women? Absolutely. But even then, we're talking about, for me, I'm talking about the three demographics, other black women. Most black women have can tell you that they've had a terrible experience when it comes to working with black women, and they've had terrible friendship experiences, whether she slept with someone behind their back, whether she slandered her character, whether she's been assaulted by another black woman. We saw Kanika Jenkins. And when, then when you talk about black children, right? Those are people who heavily rely on black women to make the whole dynamic of the black community function, especially since we are having a very difficult time accepting that we are a matriarchy. And even with that being said, I have to say that when we talk about coons and we talk about degenerates, the normal people in between are the masses. The normal people absolutely want to see black women succeed, even if they don't agree with everything that black women do. I think that what I heard Zemi doing just now, and Zemi, you're, feel free to jump in. And But what I felt like I heard was it was in rebuttal to that statement. I don't think that that was necessarily Zemi giving her opinion about the entirety of the question, but it was in response to that statement because I think I was getting ready to go there as well, which is the idea of why those men do those things that you were naming in your examples, right? It is not necessarily saying like, oh, they want women to win because they are doing all of these things that feel inherent, right? What we do know is that these things are taught by cishet black men and some black women in the act of portraying masculinity, 
which has nothing to do with the protection of women, right? Or the betterment or the uplifting of women and things that have that, that, that contribute to our happiness and our happiness alone. So I think the point that Zemi and even myself are trying to make is that when we hear the question, what I think we are hearing is when it comes down to what women want, what women need, the betterment of women and most things that are going to help to push the agenda of what black women need outside of the black relationship, the relationship to a man, the black marriage, whatever the case may be. If we are talking about whether the black community, and I think that in this particular question, we have to ex nay the kids because if you ask most kids, of course they're gonna say, I need my mommy, right? Like right. Mo most, mo most kids are gonna say that. But when we are having a conversation amongst adults, and I think that this narrows it down, men and women, a lot of black women, like you named uh, Paradise, is that they're going to either have one or two things. I've had a great experience with most black women. I have a, I've had a negative one. Most black men, if they have not had a woman that has been in a space of servitude and wanting to be a second coming of his mother, are going to say that they've had a negative experience, which then falters the way that they vote for the experiences that have nothing to do with them. When it comes down to the bodily autonomy of women, if it's not about her being able to shake their ass in his face at Magic City or whatever the case may be, they don't care. Sounds they don't care. It, when it comes down to the idea of abortion rights and all that stuff, the only reason that they've been boisterous about this conversation is because Hope Tep Tep told them that it's about the eradication of the black family. But if they had different numbers and somebody else giving them different information, they would not care. When it comes down to the ways in which black women are talking about how we're being fired from our job because of hairstyles, when, when it comes down to the idea of what happens to the fact that the numbers of black women dying during pregnancy are going up, uh. when it comes down to the idea of for hell, bring back our girls. Where the fuck are our girls? When there are issues that are specific to black women, black men are significantly quieter than when there are issues that have anything to do with a black men. That is when you see the fullness of the community stand up and I eradicate the children, but also the, the even the children are brought in to those things. But when you talk about the idea of how many people stand up when it is solely about a black woman getting some shit for black women, it is not the same. So I think that that was the correlation that was being Give me an example where you have seen where black men are not present to show up. And I know we're talking about the reproductive system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I can't even include the medical form of that because it just, it's so much interracial, it's so much racial biases in that. I don't even think that that's a fair point, especially because black people don't even dominate the medical industry. Um, so can you provide- me I'll give you an example. Please. Yeah, I mean, so a, a great example would be um, what happened with the school to prison pipeline and its impact on black girls versus black boys, right? So there mm -hmm. were a number of initiatives that were supported by the entire black community, black women and men, about there's something happening in these schools where our young boys, young black boys, are being referred or directly transferred into the juvenile justice system, which then trickled further um, down the line, it leads to them having contact with the adult criminal legal system. At the same time this was happening, there was something very similar happening for black girls. Black girls are also impacted by the school to prison pipeline, but then there's also this abuse of prison pipeline that happens for young black girls, right? Mm -hmm. You don't, nobody showed up for that. Right. There's a couple of black women academics who are constantly talking about it. 
but there are no widespread initiatives like My Brother's Keeper, right? That was introduced by 5,000 role models. I mean, Mm. we, we can go down the list. And it's not just Black men who show up for these initiatives. It's the entire community who shows up. When people mm-hmm. say, wait, hold on, wait a minute. They're, those same schools, Black girls are, they're experiencing some shit in those schools. It's like, you know, there's just not enough time. There's not enough resources. Or the worst one is it's a distraction, right? right? When Black women raise their issues, this is a distraction from Black liberation. So like, we can go down the list about the number of ways in which Black women will show up for Black men. But when the same is asked in return, crickets. I was, I was going to uh, just add to this. Um, I think this is super interesting, the split that we're, we're having here, um, <clears throat> because we can uh, see this like through history, right? When we're talking about Black men's um, uh, distance from the patriarchy, right? And the desire to get closer. We see this even uh, when, it, when it comes to voting, right? There was a, yeah, a point in time where like, there was like a convention, literally a convention between like uh, like leading black men academics and white women, like looking to get the vote. Um, but there was a split in that convention because all of a sudden black men were, uh, were uh, getting that attention. The political winds were going in their direction. And then they forgot about those white women. And remember, black women weren't even there at all. Like they were just <laughs> like not even part of the conversation. Um, but like the, the drive for black men to like get closer and to imitate what they see in white society that's a thing that people have been talking about for forever. But on the other hand, I really was like fascinated by what Paris had to say, uh, talking about like a matter of perspective and the things that um, were about how black masculinity, black masculinity is performed and that how that is often looked at as protection, right? Where one person could say it's domination, other person say, well, this is protection. So I, I, I'm loving this split. So I, I would like to hear more about that, Paris. Well, I would say in regards to the whole uh, prison of pipeline thing, again, we're talking about white supremacy. So that's an umbrella effect of what's happening. But the reason as to why, and we don't emphasize it to black women specifically, is because of the fact that not that is a distraction or anything. It's because it's not a major issue. It's less than 4% of women who are jailed. Like that's it's not a mass catalyst of women going down this prison to pipeline center where it's having a rapid effect on the community to the point where, oh my gosh, there's like a genocide on the women in regards to prison. There's a genocide on the women in regards to violence or, you know, that particular sector because that is not a common thing for women to be inherently violent or be violent in a way where it replicates to everyone and people are fear-mongered from being around women. It's not, it's not, it's not something that socially exists. You know, is that including the women who like just take charges for their man too, though? Like that percentage? Because I know that, a that, lot that, of women who take charges also, for Okay, so that 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 percentage that's something totally different, right? Because at that point, then it wouldn't be a prison to pipeline situation like it's the, at the abuse point, at that point that would be socialization that would be the inherent way that women are taught to um champion for a man 
that that's what that would be that that's not the same thing as the prison of pipeline situation because what we see in the actual school system is the disparages of black boys how they're positioned directly in back of the class as opposed to being in front how they're always given more disciplinary actions as opposed to the other children including the black girls how they're always characterized in a certain negative connotation and the teachers don't take time to actually accept helping them with their education they have the least um likely education most black men are reading on an eighth grade level most black men are the least likely to you know graduate it's we're talking about academia we're talking about a widespread of things if you're talking about prison a pipeline that has nothing to do with a 22 year old girl sitting in a car with a 29 year old man holding dope on her but isn't well, that like emotional? Some sort of emotional so, abuse has to play with. No, so, so, so look. Wait, hold on. Wait, huh? I'm sorry. I was just saying, Whitney hadn't said nothing in a second. Wait, I was like, wait, 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 hold on. Like, I ain't said I nothing was... at all in 40 minutes. Like, oh, okay. I, hold oh, on. Spicy. Hold on. I ain't said nothing in 40 minutes. So, hold on. You better cook, Mark. So, King cook. I, I, hey, look, I let, I let y'all, I let y'all get y'all, get y'all stuff off, man. And I appreciate everybody's thoughts on everything. Um, but as far as those women are concerned, like I, I don't feel like that. Like like Paris was saying, that's not a that's not a similar situation. Because when you look at when you look at black men and the the rate of charges and how they get their said charges, it's not it's not even close. The percentages are not even fair. And you can go year by year by year till you get all the way back to civil rights. It's not even close. I'm not even picking the side. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying it was No, but I know. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying it's a. It's a fact. It's a. It's a fact. Yeah. You can know. Yeah. No, 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 but no, what I'm, I was I'm, saying I'm, is, I know I'm serious. But it was a question. Wait. What I was asking is. I know. Was, I know. I know. I know. Can I'm I actually gonna, just you, jump in here? Wait, it's wait, not wait, a fact. wait. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you get back in. Okay. I'm gonna let you get back in. I'm gonna let you get back in. Like it's not even close because I'm talking about you go federally, you go state by state. There's no state. I, I dare you to find me a state where where the women and black men number are even close. It's not even, even amongst even amongst children jailed. It's not close. I don't that want us to argument. lose focus on why that is the way it is. They Our system. Argument. No, 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 no. So listen, they systematically set us up this way. It's Ooh. not now. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like. Oh man, like we should disregard women or that black men shouldn't show up for women. I'm just saying that it was so it's so bad that people were like, yo, we need to fix it. It okay, was that please. it was that it was that bad. No, it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, it was on yes, yes, it's on them. Yes, it's on them. It's exactly on them because black men are directly their their direct the direct threat. They're the we're oh, the direct threat. Oh, oh, on, at the end of the day, we're the direct threat. Right. Well, I I just, I have to, can I just I, clarify I, I, a couple I, of things really quick? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just clarify. So I, I should have, I said I was a sociologist at the start of this. I should have led by saying I actually am a criminologist. I specifically study the criminal justice system. And so we, we do have to talk in fact. And what, what some of you have said is just not what we know factually. So one, Yes, you're correct. The overwhelming majority of people who are incarcerated are men. 93% of incarcerated people are men. Only 7% are women. But if we were to look at raw numbers and say, oh, well, it's just a small group. Well, most Black men aren't incarcerated. Most people in the U.S. aren't incarcerated, right? It's only about 2 million people on an annual basis that are incarcerated out of 360-something mil million. So what we're really interested in is proportions. We're interested in compared to their proportion in the in the population, 
Are right. black men being incarcerated at a disproportionate rate? The answer is yes. Similarly, what we're interested mm -hmm. in when it comes to women is, are black women being incarcerated at, at a disproportionate rate? So while women only make up 7% of people who are incarcerated, black women are disproportionately incarcerated relative to their um, proportion in the U.S. population. That's why it's an issue. And black girls actually are far more disproportionately referred to the juvenile justice system, uh, um, adjudicated in the juvenile justice system, and detained as minors, right? So we can't get into this thing about, well, we don't care about it, or it's not the reason why these initiatives didn't happen for black women was because it was a small number. Well, by that argument, it's a small number of people who are incarcerated. I wasn't saying a small number. I was saying, so I, I'm I saying just, the treachery effects of I said just, thing, it got out of let me, pocket. Let me also it got just, out of control. Go ahead. Hold on. Let me, let me also just add that the ways in which women uh, interact with the justice system are also different. So one of the ways in which Black women get surveilled is through these ancillary institutions like child welfare services. Mm -hmm. Black women are consistently being criminalized and penalized when it comes to CPS and CWS, Absolutely. right? But most Black people don't know anything about that. We could tell you everything about how Black men get oh, tra tracked into well, the, ju well, into black, the black justice system. So let me just end by saying this. I think some of you all's points actually speak to the fact that because we prioritize Black men, we actually don't know anything about how Black women end up in the criminal justice system and what the impacts are. You all can spot off all of these things about how black men black men came to be in the justice system, its impact. But when we get into, okay, well, let's talk about women. It's a lot of like lack of information. That's mm -hmm. actually Hope Giselle. It, can we hear from point. Whitney? Can we, uh, Whitney was trying, uh, you tried to uh, say something previously, Whitney, right? Oh, no, that's what she basically said what I was saying, because that's what she said that 4%. And now it made me think like, okay, well, does that include like the women who have been like probably locked up because of CPS for no reason? Or does that include the women who's emotionally and mentally abused by their man for doing stuff for them and going to jail? That's that was my question. But, Basically. Yeah, but just to sum it right. up. Um we know that there are a wide range wide range of why people get locked up. It is disingenuous to assume that black women are not wrongfully you know, incarcerated the same way black men are. I think the disconnect here is that people not necessarily are not giving focus to it or institutions are not putting money towards it. It's the fact that it was, it does not happen as such a great catastrophe, catastrophic manner. And I'm so happy that you did say you study criminology because I studied political science with a concentration in pre-law. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, definitely worked in the criminal justice system. So, of course, all these things that we pay attention to, aside from my environment, I've been dealing with the juvenile system, been dealing with the criminal justice system for quite some time, and systematic things that oppress not only Black men, but Black women. Black women are aware that they get reported on, which is why they handle things in a certain manner. They do their paperwork. They, they check up on it. Um, the other things that affect us disproportionately from Black men I don't think that they are fair comparisons because we look at black men and even when you look at black women, black women are disproportionately locked up in accordance to white women, right? But as in regards to men, we're still under them. So this is not something that's affecting black people in mass so much to the point where we go, 
wait a minute, this needs to be looked at more times often than not. If a black woman is being incarcerated more times often than not, we know that there was probably a crime committed as opposed to black men which we keep seeing almost every year, they are getting exonerated left and right for false precedent charges way back through the crime bill or right before. We see this as a, a constant rate, that this is affecting the community. This is removing men from the house. This is removing the idea of education. This is removing men from the workforce system that we can use and that we can benefit from within the community. That's not happening at such a grandiose rate with the women, which is why it's not like a high priority because we can absolutely assume there was a crime committed and they actually did it. Because the same way you guys are saying that men benefit off of patriarchy, we also benefit off the privilege of being a woman. There's an innocence with being a woman. Okay, I'm not picking a side uh, either way, just like a couple things. I, it, it's not shocking that like men in general are going to be over, like in prison at high rates. Like men are more violent. I think like what like over ninety percent of violent crime is committed by men generally. I think they always try to quote fifty percent as black men. So like I can understand like we're going to be in prison at high rates. The on the other side of that, it is um I just because I saw the statistic today and it shocked me. Like I um one in three like one black out of men. four, one out of seven men who are black will have a run in with with at least a misdemeanor. Well, one in, one in three will actually do federal time. Mm. They'll have a felony in their lifetime. And that, that, that seemed high to me. I was like, that. I was like one in three, but that was ridiculous. But again, I'm not fucking aside. That was just something that was interesting to me. Y'all can um, continue. Or I can uh, switch to something lighter. So I, I think I think the other the other thing that, that, um, that kind of struck me a bit weird was like, you guys talking about like the hotel guys? Like, yeah, okay. They're like this really small like percentage of dudes that like no matter what, any dude or dude or 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 woman tries to tell them they will not listen like they they're in their own they're in their own basket just like every community has their crazies hotep is there is our own little box of black crazy like and we just got to agree like we're not going to fix them like everybody has their well, has their own no everybody has their own group of people that you're just not going to fix and i'm okay with just pushing hoteps to the side like hey we're not going <laughs> to fix them yeah, we're not gonna like, fix them. No, what? no, because when you and look at no, when you look at much of no, they have a fundamental misunderstanding of black people that we like to assume. The whole tips are a very small community of men, and they do not have as much impression on people because if they were able to, then they would be controlling a lot of what people idealize. They love to talk about women's looks. They love to talk about how we eat. They love to talk about how the children should be raised. They have a very much so like almost to a degree they want all women in the house with them like polygamy like they they're definitely <laughs> dynamic all men don't subscribe to that hope, all black hope, men no, do not have a wide range of in, in, no they don't can we, can we hear, hear from hope she it's really want to say something I'm, I'm i'm tripping because i'm like what do y'all mean oh there's this small group that have you do realize that that small group made one man very motherfucking famous and very fucking rich in under <laughs> a year right like that small group Ooh. of people are the very group of people that have turned people with nothing on their platform into millionaires overnight because what man so you gonna really sit here and act like you don't know who Dr. Umar is? You really right. Like you so so on, listen, man. so listen, so listen. Let <laughs> let's get let's get his his sideways scamming ass 
out like on the side. Like, no, no, we know, we know what he does. Not too much, not too much, not too much on Dr. There are Dr. Umar's, there are Derek Jackson's, there are Steve Harvey's, there are all of these other men, right? Whether they have a credible reputation or not, that have a very much so popular fan base that cattle make them, you know, grow the way that they thread. But what's the thread that runs also, through all of them? Right. Um. But that my thing is, don't don't move the, the fact that they're black men. Like they have different life. lives, different interests. When I think about Dr. Omar, he's nothing like Steve Harvey at all. But, but, but like, can I? Just very quickly. Just no. Just no. Because I smooth one second. Just very quickly. Like I just like that's not not how like uh political um ideas are propagated. Right. It's not just like you have to be a member of a group. To believe in that right so hoteps have uh their whole list of uh ideals but that doesn't mean that these things aren't proliferated in the community and i think what what the uh, the other ladies are trying to say is that while uh, while they're most black men don't consider them hoteps that doesn't mean they don't have hotep like ideas that doesn't mean that if you quiz them on their uh beliefs <laughs> and their interactions with women you won't find some hotep type beliefs so maybe not like not focus oh. on the hotep thing in itself but more the larger conversation about okay. like how oh. black masculinity uh, and interacts with black uh, femininity. Okay, prime. Okay, prime. Then, 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 then. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, and then I'll go. Go ahead. So I'm going to use all the people that um, Paradise named. Right, you named uh, Steve Harvey, uh, uh, Umar, Jackson. and Derek Jackson. Jackson. Omar Johnson, I, I think people forget this. When he first started out, he used to go around giving speeches about how if black women would abstain from sex, they used to be like these abstinence speeches. So I've, I've been listening to him for quite some time, right? So he's had different grips. His first grift was the abstinence uh, grift about how the problem with the black community was that black women are too promiscuous and really black women need to abstain from having sex with these black men. And that's going to lead to the upliftment of the black community. And we see it currently. We have... We so let me let me when I said what's the thread, <laughs> then we have Steve Harvey who act like a man, whatever, Steve, whatever like book, a man, act like a woman, yes, whatever mm-hmm. that book was called, right? Hits black women, the like, you, you know what the like problem with you is, women. you are you're sleeping with men too fast, right? You really need to like wait 90 days because you know that's how you get a husband and that's how you go on to have the black family. Then we have, and mind you, none of these men are actually living these lives, right? Then we have Derek Jackson listen to video after video it's about like uh, not being promiscuous being a good black man a good black w- woman so to go to uh prime yeah, and Floyd was to talk about men and never focus on Wait, women you there, there, so so to go back to hope he did he does he did talk about women so to go back to hope's point and to, to prime's point hoteps is just like a a term we use to describe a certain type of black conservatism, black male conservatism that certainly runs beyond uh, uh, Umar Johnson. So it's a bit unfair to point to someone who's that far out and be like, oh, he's he's a joke, he's a clown. But like the th- his ideology, the threads of it, you can see in a Derek Jackson, you can see in a Steve Harvey, right? Like you can see in a lot of the prominent black male figures. I think that's what we're trying to get what at, right? Okay. That that ideology isn't just deduced down to black male figures, though. That's also something that we can see as far as like feminism, misandry, you know, all these other things. Like you don't have to actually to you know Prime's point, you don't actually have to subscribe to these things to um, attach yourself to these ideologies. 
Hmm. Okay, so I, I I do I do want to I do want to ask the question of let like let, let's let's define what is a whole tip because I think a lot of people are misdefined into a category that they're, they're probably not even fully subscribed to, and I think it's unjust and unfair to put to put somebody in a category they don't fully subscribe to. If they're fully subscribed to it, then sure, you're a member of that society. But if you're not fully subscribed to it and you just happen to share like one or two ideologies. So what like, are you, a half tip? Like, make you... you can't be a half tip. No, man. no, but no, it's not even it's not even about it's not even about being a half tip. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you have you have one thing that you agree with these people on. You're now a whole tip. That that doesn't make sense. That's not what that's not, that's, no, 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 no. I'm, I know I gave that as an extreme example, but I'm not saying that's the example. Like, don't be disingenuous. Dealing with Joe Biden, nobody really liked the crime bill for black people, but all of a sudden everybody was voting for him because he was going to erase student loans. So you hey. know, you know, it's it's literally that that type of Biden. idea. You know, so you're not necessarily subscribing to the, that particular party. You're not necessarily a Democrat, and you're not necessarily a Joe Biden supporter. But because they have this one thing that you can get on board with, all of a sudden, you know, you're being attached to that you support this idea, and that's not necessarily so. I thought but Trump that was a funny president. I didn't think he was a good president. That doesn't negate what Zemi just said, though. Like, literally, y'all uh, y'all agreed with what the statement that she was saying. Two things can be true at one time. And then I think Prime came in to make even more sense of that by saying that at the end of the day, this is about the ideology, right? We recognize that we stretching it a little bit for this conversation, but because everybody here is Black, we would assume that y'all would understand that what we're saying is that you don't necessarily have to be a hotep, Right. For and us to, like, group you into that when we're having conversations around hotep nigga behavior, right? Well, that's just like... That, because if that's the case, right, then we're basically mm -hmm. using the wrong terminology to apply to a certain dynamic of people. And that's what we can't... We, we, we literally started this off with talking about how people black box black women in. And when you're using that hotel dynamic just to perpetuate an ideology into the conversation, you're doing the same thing. You're boxing. But it's not about my, my thing is we it all is. understand when we say, mm -hmm. oh, like when when we say, oh, I want to get ratchet like a black girl, there's a bunch of different ways to be ratchet. But we understand that there's a definition for the most like no, for the, the baseline behavior. Thing, shaking my ass, smoking and drinking. That's Once ratchet. again, that is, but also that is baseline behavior because for you, that might re ratchet. For another girl, that's an average Friday night, right? So it's Friday. Friday. No, but that, but she's ratchet. averagely ratchet all the time then. <laughs> but she's always ratchet. Smoking, drinking, shaking ass. That is ratchet. Like, so, but my thing is, so why can we, why can we classify those activities, but we can't do the same thing when we say hope, when we say hope, y'all can picture a nigga with three different characteristics right. and, and stick them in that box, right? <laughs> well, so I, I feel like right now, but we're, we're being woefully off to, so I feel like we're being woefully off to right now, because it's like, that's all I said. All yeah, I'm saying is picking and choosing. And I say yeah, we can, because we can, people are simply saying, oh, this ideology doesn't necessarily make you a whole tip. Smooth Act defines the whole tip. You're not defining the whole tip. We're letting you know, even though that, that small group of people has a huge uh, sector of one person that they have catastrated and made very influential, that could be the same as Nicki Minaj and her fan base or Beyonce and their fan base. We still know that that's a very small group of people. That does not okay. speak for the mass. You want me to read the definition? You want me to read the oh, definition? Yeah. You don't make me no okay. Oh, no, and I'm, I'm not you know, trying to correct you or anything. I'm just saying... Because I don't know much of Hilltop except for, I guess, the stereotype oh, just, of what a stereotype 
is, I mean, was, right? So looking it up, it just says an Afrocentrist African-American subculture that focuses on ancient, ancient Egypt as a source of black pride. That sense, you can call me a hotep then because that's a lot of where my spirituality reigns from, but I don't, well, like you said, I don't subscribe to all of it. So I guess I'm oh. a hotep. You can't call me a hotep because hoteps are misogynistic. <laughs> Very <laughs> much so. Like, but if you look at the classic definition yes. of it, I would say, yes. yo, yeah. But if yeah, you look yeah. at the reality of it, you'd be like, nah. Exactly. Like, they took right. it. Right. Like, for more specificity, we can just like name the things that we were talking about, right? So talking about black and survive ideology, we can talk about those uh, misogynistic uh, tendencies uh, that we're referring to. And like, if you guys just want to keep hope to outside of conversation, that's as simple as no, that. No, I'm gonna call them hotels because they we all know what a hotel right. is. No, 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 no. I just I just don't feel like we get too deep in the hotel. I would prefer I would prefer if we just we just left them we just left them where they are because to me to me for 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 the people that I met that I define as hoteps. Like I put them in their own box, and I've always left them there. I don't because even, I don't even associate or deal with them. I don't even associate or deal with them. But can... move, it's because you think you're different. And what if I challenged you and said, perhaps you're not that different than like? Okay, go ahead. Like go that. ahead. No, 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 no. Let's do this. No, no, no. Let's do this exercise. Let's do this exercise. Go ahead. That, that's go ahead. perhaps like go where ahead. the 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 tussle and the struggle yeah, go ahead. is. Let's right? do this. Like, Let's do this. You'll be surprised. We like to think of these people as these like super out there aberrations because they come out and they say like the most extreme version. But like we as black people, for instance, we understand that people can espouse white supremacist ideals without like running around calling people niggers, right? Like we, Donald Trump don't have to come on TV and be <laughs> and call us all inward, <laughs> right? For us to know that he's like a white supremacist, okay. right? So we can't look at the most extreme version of something and say, because I don't fit into right. that, I don't espouse these other ideals okay. and ideologies, right? So yeah, we're, we're they're not a small group of people. We're not going to put them to the side. Yeah, the verbiage, you know, hotel, whatever you want to call it, but it's a lot of black men. It's a lot of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ideas. So Zimmy, so Zimmy, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it. No, no, I, I, like so. Wait a minute, hold on. Don't don't like this no, 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 no. Personally, Bam, Bam, I think you missed it. It's not you person. You're like a stand-in. What I'm saying is, people have the people have the desire to distance themselves and be like, "Not nah, them hotels be wild and they tripping." I'm not like them niggas, but you are like them niggas, right? And that's the part <laughs> we really because if we act like it's just Umar in them, then we never get to Umar the. We're, I'm not. I'm never gonna interact with a Umar. I'm never gonna interact with Tariq. But I am going to interact with Smooth, Bam, and Prime. So I'm not going to treat you all like you all are that far away from what them niggas is doing because, quite frankly, it tends to be like pretty much the same. See how she threw me in? That's the problem. No, but that's the problem. There's a broad assumption of what a hotel is, which is why I started with asking what the definition was. You're just broadly putting people in a box. I'm not taking it personal at all. Smooth. I'll, I'll challenge you though, right? Like we've oh, yeah. had because on Thursdays we have all black everything on my channel. Check it out. Sure. Right? Uh, but sure. uh, we've had like yelling matches between you and me about like black women's sexuality. We've talked about that and how like you you were talking to your friends and oh they've done grimy shit and I'd like told them oh don't do this grimy shit. Um, and basically you were saying that they should feel guilty about like taking charge of their sexuality. That was a big fight between you and me. Right and and, what, and it's what, to say are you, are you sure you were talking to me that night? We, I was absolutely talking to you. There was no, <laughs> no, 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 no,
saying that you are a bad person. I'm not saying that you're a hotep. I'm not trying to like put you in a box. Only point that uh, these ladies are trying to say is that there's this like level of, of black and sort of ideology that infiltrates our population. I'm sure even me, right? I'm sure if if, I, if someone <laughs> interviewed me, there'd be some of that. Uh, in me. And you know, I'm a big ass leftist, right? So like, it's just it's just the way it is being a man in America. Mm. Uh, so I wanted to like, like I said, I no. think this was really interesting, but we just don't need to have a thirty minute discussion on proven hotel. Like I want to keep right. going. <laughs> go ahead, so, go ahead, ma'am. So um, something, some I guess a uh, switch it to like a slight, uh, kind of a different topic. Um, I want you to answer this, uh, y'all to answer this personally, and then expand it to like black women generally. Um, do you find um, do you find it more uh, find it difficult dating? as a black woman? And if so, why? Mm. Can I start this off? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't dated since 2018 because I'm married. So, um, if I had to go personal though, um, (laughs) from when I was out in these streets, horrible, um, as personally and my experience with black men, because that's all I really wanted to be with. I never got chosen to be the girlfriend, but, oh, I was ready to, you know, to be the fuck buddy. So I never got taken seriously. A lot of lot of people outside of black men wanted to court me and wanted to do all these things for me, but I was like, no, I want a black man. So it was harder to find mine. I I feel like, but as in general, as a woman, as a black woman, we get overlooked, we get talked down upon, like always, and um, it's always the preference argument when in all reality we know what. We all know what you're really trying to say. So, okay. anyone else? Like I said, just like you're, you're like, so you can speak on your personal experience and then generally, like, you don't have to go too deep. Just, you know, how do you yeah, feel? You don't have to name his name, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jaquan from third grade. No. <laughs> dating, dating as a black woman is hard. Uh, dating as a Dating is a, a is a um, <laughs> Sandra is. I, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? Like dating as a upwardly mobile, maybe highly educated black woman is difficult. Not for the reasons that women often like state or like, oh, I just can't find anyone who matches me, right? Like not for those reasons, um, but because like my my mind, I'm, I'm not with the shits right like I'm not with the you can't just like talk to me any kind of way you can't hit me with any kind of uh, misogyny you can't you can't dominate me and I'm not financially dependent right like so it introduces a set of challenges as a black woman who is solely interested in dating black men because I think that black men are oftentimes not used to dating black women like me (laughs) Right. Like I think that black women get socialized to be like really nurturing, really caring to prioritize black men. And so like when they run into somebody who's like, nah, no, what you just did right there was some misogynistic bullshit and we going to talk about it. That that's a challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. If you and it's, it's added to the the all the other challenges. Right. The you know, all the other ladies are going to name about uh, dating as a black woman. Hmm. Um, well, I haven't dated in five years either because I'm engaged. <laughs> um, but, but I think my experience is layered in levels too because I was dating as a black trans woman and that shit was extra and all types of stuff and it was aggravating mm-hmm. to my whole soul. 
because you had the folks that I think a lot of my my annoyance was twofold because I was being chosen because I wasn't like the rest of the girls, but then I was being fetishized because I wasn't like the rest of the girls. Mm -hmm. So essentially I was being chosen for the same reason. You just didn't realize it until you realized it. Mm -hmm. And that was really annoying. It was because it was just like, oh, I didn't know. Then you told me, and then you actually act like a, a, a woman. You're ladylike. Like when you get in here, I there I don't I don't peep these other pieces that I peep when I've been with other women. But it all just boils down to this idea of treating me like a sexual object, and that was mm-hmm. if I could find one at all. And I'm very much so like you all. Like I think I went through my phase just because of the trauma of like not wanting to deal with black men, but. Mm-hmm. I recognized that when I wasn't dealing with black men, trying to deal with other people, it was even worse because they didn't understand the socialization of being a black man. Yeah. So they wanted to do and go and be and touch and da 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 and all of the things. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, we cannot hear. And not because I'm ashamed, but just because, like, these people could cause harm to us because of this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this neighborhood is not for that. So. It was just really, really difficult. And especially being a, a black trans woman that is so public about my transness. Like, there are plenty of men that wanted to, but they was just like, oh, but you too open. So I can't even be seen with you because oh. everybody knows that you're trans. Like, and I've even had people who have told me, like, why don't I just, like, shut up about the trans part? Because I have the ability to shut up about it and nobody would know. Mm. And then it would be fine. And it's just like, I don't, because I don't want to. I fought too hard for this shit. Like, why do I just mm. suppress? Let me be me who I am. Let me right. be who I am, like, period. I, mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do all of this to, to go around and be like, Shh, like, bitch, this was hard work. Like, I, <laughs> I had to, like, really make some difficult decisions and lose some valuable people in becoming myself. So you be, I'll be damned if I'm going to, like, let you tell me we're going to suppress this in order to, like, for you to give me a mm. ring or for you to make me comfortable. Like, that's just not going to happen. So I think... I'm happy that the dating is over, but it was trash. I think just for different reasons. I didn't have an issue finding black men. I had an issue finding black men that valued me. Did you end up partying with a black man? Just yeah, my, my man black. Okay. Black and black. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say for me, uh, first and foremost, um, congratulations, Hope, on your engagement, future wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think, in my personal opinion, that aside from men who are serial, like our worders, the worst type of man is the download man. That is the most weak and dangerous man to everybody around. They they are the scariest mm-hmm. people to me, yeah. aside from white mm-hmm. people. Um, so, okay. Um, I agree with that. In my experience, um, the last three years have been good to me. I like my little person. Asking me 
about my mental health. I was checking for me. Um, and, and this is my experience. I cultivate a relationship with them that a lot of them tend to want to keep. I have to cut them off a lot of times and, you know, you know, just stop for whatever reasons. Um, but in my experience, even now, even with my current thug, thug, I like it. Your boo thing. Go ahead, say it. Boyfriend. That's my man. Yes, Thank my you man. my man. My man. <laughs> um, I just love him so much sometimes. But, uh, and I keep saying sometimes because you know he gets on my nerves. But I can say that um, I am now getting, even with me not being available, a lot of men who are uh, trying to overextend themselves. They want to show me um, who they are. They shoot want to shoot. like cater to, they want to, they shoot hard, you know, and I do think that uh, the widespread of my platform has drawn that, but I also be looking at them kind of how Zinni be looking at them like, you are not a man that I would let <laughs> right. have children with me, you are not a man that I would let leave me, you are not a man that I would conform to, you are not a man that I mm -hmm. want to do life with, and I don't even want to be in the same social network with you, because of how period okay I mean, and and honestly i feel like when before i did get married and the, my husband finally took me seriously and then when they fought when the other my exes saw that he took me seriously and who i you know because i became a kept woman i was a single mom before and now i'm a kept woman i'm still a little harder well that's hard but <laughs> like literally what i tell you it's like they're coming out of the woodworks like roaches and I'm like, where, where were the Montana's at when I was out huh? on the curb? When I was a free woman, now that I'm, you know, locked in, <laughs> now you want to come say something? Nah. Same. Yeah. I had that same experience, and it was so crazy because um, prior to, I was in college. You know, I was kind of like, you know, always available. I was always like, mm. hey, I can be your girlfriend if you need me to. Just let me know. You know? Here. Um, after I had left the a very terrible situation in college um and that's probably the one that stands out to me the most like um even he he and i he was very very terrible person to me um a lot of things i allow a lot of times i should have lived when i knew i should have lived but even then he came back and he still felt like he had some form of um privilege to me and I don't play that. Um, I'm very big on my respect. I'm very big on my boundaries. And I'm very big on where you stand in my life. If I close that door and you do not have access anymore, you don't get to pick it up and put me down like I'm a toy. Mm -hmm. I would say well, one of the hard parts is like, so I, shockingly, I'm a Christian. Um, well, most, people, <laughs> most people expect me to be like, you know, I, you know, I was raised, I'm Nigerian, raised like extremely religious, not re religious like that anymore, but still identify with the faith. And so one of the things that I would say was hard for me dating, especially when I was younger, um, dating men who also were Christian, um, which isn't something I require now. But like when I was younger, I was like, oh, we're going to, you know, be Christian and have uh, Christian, Christian babies. Kids. And yeah. <laughs> But was like, I didn't agree with any of the tenets or ideology, right? So, like, when men, you know, come into conversations talking about leadership, like, you know, women needing to be led, I'm not lost. Like, <laughs> you know, my conversation, like, where are we, where am I going? And why don't I get to have my, my say in where we're going? Like, why do you think I need to be led by anybody, right? Or this idea of, submission like I am not I don't consider men word. to be a high the big s word I don't consider men to be a higher authority or higher power 
uh, than mm-hmm. me. So I don't feel any mm. need to like defer to any, like any man, right? <laughs> like I have a brain, it functions. I have been making great decisions mm. for myself all 35 years, right? So like, I don't want to be in a situation where someone feels like I have to like defer to them in terms of like decision-making. Like, and so one of the things that was difficult was, you know, really wanting a partner, right? Like I'm not interested in being, in submitting to anyone. I'm not interested in being anyone's neck. Like I have a head, you have a head. We could put our two heads together and make something happen. I mean, the neck, the, the, I'm the neck, he's the head. It, it, it like, it kills right. me. That's crazy. I know. I, I, I can't stand when people say that. I'm um, a shout out to, to the next. It's not any, like, it's all clean. Um, but yeah, so that is, it was hard, right? Like, um, it, it was really hard dating as like a young, very left-leaning, very liberal, black feminist Christian who wanted to date Jeez. other black Christians. Um, and, you know, but I've come a long way in my, in, in, you know, my beliefs and my faith. And so that's not necessarily a requirement for me anymore. So that has made uh, dating a lot easier. And, you know, um, as much as we have had our um, diverse, you know, oppositions in this conversation, I, like, resonate a lot with some of the stuff you're saying. Because I, too, hold uh, true to two faiths. I do practice Christianity and I also practice um the Muslim faith. And um, yeah, I did Ramadan for the first time this year. It was great. And um, I have a Quran and I also have the Bible in my home. And I grew up missionary Baptist. I grew up, my dad was the deacon, my mom's choir director. She's the Eastern star. Um, my cousin is actually the pastor of my church, my home mm-hmm. church. But even when it comes down to relationships, how I view them, um, I always say that there are things that we both do great. And um, mm-hmm. you take what you do great. I take what I do great. We both bring them into the relationship to work towards our ego. That's how I view relationships. Mm-hmm. So the positive now, right? Um, I'm so grateful that I do have a trying man, you know, even through the difficulty of his trauma and the things that he mm-hmm. has difficulty working with. Trust me, it's been hard. It's been very hard. Um, but he tries with me. And mm-hmm. with him being in therapy and I'm in therapy and shout out to the black men in therapy who take care of their mental health. There have been a lot of different techniques implemented to try to be better, to want to be heard, to want to listen, to want to understand opposing viewpoints and not shut down. Also learning to not speak in anger, learning to not speak mm-hmm. to attack, you know, and I think that with my platform now, even if him and I were to separate and go our separate ways, I do have preferential treatment with men to where they will listen to me. A lot of women don't have that. A lot of women are not able to get into situations with men, especially the ones who have more so of a close neighboring relationship with incels because they're now being trained to think a certain type of way. They're being influenced to act a certain type of way. And it's crazy because they're being taught that there has to be a prize and it has to be their gender. And they're also being taught that women are to do whatever that they say do. And that mindset is so harmful because we cannot cultivate healthy relationships if we're not able to have a conversation with our partner. Mm-hmm. So I, I would I would say as a as a man, though, if you have to identify yourself as a leader, you're not a leader. Like if you have to try and assert yourself to be something, you're not that something. 
You're just not. You're just not. Like, it, it, everybody naturally falls into their roles. So, bro, like, just to tell you straight up, if you ain't that, you ain't that. Like, you can't make her make you that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. a, a king a king is not crowned by the queen. A king is a king when he gets there. Like, so you just weren't that. So just accept your role. That made my ass itch. So just accept your role, bro. I'm just, I'm just gonna keep it a band. When you like, say your role, it. your role though. Yeah. I, if you ain't it, if you ain't it, you ain't it. I don't, I don't think role is a negative word. Um, do I subscribe? Like fall into your place. Like I feel like honestly, I feel like if I can put into him, if I can speak life into him, I'm helping him. I'm crowning him. Because there are some men that don't have that in themselves. And sometimes they work so hard that they don't even recognize that that feeling. So, yeah, if you speak life into your man, you're actually crowning him. So, yeah, I'm going to tell my man he could be whatever he want to be. If he want to be a fucking circus clown in a big-ass tent riding an elephant, so, baby, go ahead, do your thing I'm right here. That's not, see, that's not the same. That's because I don't, yeah. I, I don't, and this is just me personally, right? I, I can mm-hmm. only speak for myself. I go into conversations to share perspectives. I hear you when you say speaking life into him is crowning him, but I did not give him that crown. I'm helping to, him to retain it. Because how I look at it is the same way I come into a situation an established woman. I'm not been a champion paying bills. I've been doing it w- way too long. It's, it's not a good feeling. You know, so mm-hmm. the same way that I'm operating as a regular functioning adult, making decisions for myself, he doesn't get to have his ego stroke off of him being a fish who can swim as well. So I can, um, I can promote you into greatness by, you know, reaffirming you in the decisions that you're making and supporting you. But I did not give you your manhood. And I am not the person mm. who solidifies your manhood. You should not be identifying with me <clears throat> in order to get the um, encouragement and get the dedication and the commitment and the motivation that you need. You should be able to do this without me. What you should um, be able to do and what's feasible because we're human beings and men are a part of the human race are different. And I think that it's rhetorics like that that make it seem like men have to be emotionless Tough, in order right. to navigate in relationships. You should come to me and feel safe enough to say, baby, I don't feel like a king today. I don't feel like I ruled shit in this world today. And I feel like low-key, the world mm-hmm. got the better of me. And you are the person that I trust not to make me feel like an ass hat about it, right? Like, mm. I, I definitely hear what you're saying, Paradise, because I think that there is a time to look that nigga in the face, grab him by the chin and say, hey, hey, hey. Like, all hey, right. All right. So. Right. You know, we, we going to figure this out, but you're not going to sit here for another day longer. Right. But there yeah. is a there is a time. And I feel like that's why I was saying that relationship dynamics are ebbs and flows in the black community. When we have these conversations far too often, it's about who should do what at what time as if they have to happen in this very rigid way, as if it can't be a shift. There are going to be, there is going to be a moment in this relationship where, baby, you came in and you're doing your thing, right? But I think, especially with platforms, Paris, you and I know very well, the right video does the right thing for us. And we got bookings, we got checks, we got all type of stuff that starts to roll in. And we might be doing a little bit better than our partner for two, three, six months, depending on what the checks are looking like. And in that two, three, six months when I'm up, he might experience a down. Does that mean that now all of a sudden I am the permanent leader of this household? Absolutely not. But it might mean that for this six months, my leadership looks like taking this financial role, means like making the executive decisions because it is coming out of my my primary bank account. And then 
And when he gets back on his feet, we resume, right? Those are ebbs and flows. But if I don't even feel like as a man, I could come home and tell you that I need you to ebb and flow with me, but mm -hmm. instead I have to lie and I got to figure out how to make it look like I got it all together because I shut down, man. Right. It's a shutdown. I don't, and I, I think don't, we're talking about I, two different things. So okay. what yeah. I'm speaking to is a man who's already walking in his purpose before I get there. And I'm speaking to, we know, well, I know that there are men the only time they feel motivated in life is if they have a relationship with a woman. That's the only time uh, you see them at his best. I do not okay. subscribe to that type okay. of man. I'm not talking about my man's ability to feel comfortable with me or his ability to, um, you know, speak empathetically with me or be vulnerable. That he's, okay. he's, you know, I'm speaking to the idea of him being the leader and him need to be him his need to be reaffirmed that he is the man. Because mm -hmm. I'm there. That's what okay. I'm talking to. I do not okay. subscribe to the idea that when a man comes along, now mm -hmm. he's all of a sudden given the throne. You already got, got the you. throne. And got as far as the table is concerned, I always say, I don't bring anything to the table for me, but me. You tell me what you need in order to cultivate it. Because the table is yours. You should already have it established. You don't need me. If I was not here, you should feel confident in your manhood. Even if I even if I feel like I'm the baddest thing walking, you should feel confident in your manhood based off of the character that you have and your persona that you can go get another me just just like that. Because the, the flip side of that, Paris, is women feeling like they have to diminish themselves so their men feel like men, right? Mm -hmm. So I understand what you're saying, Paris, about like, uh-uh, don't wrap your manhood up in me. Um, because sometimes that what that has looked like in your individual. Yeah, I gotta I gotta diminish myself so you can feel like the man. It's like, nah, you 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 should have that down packed, right? Like because that's a heavy burden to bear. Like the the burden of someone's masculinity resting or manhood resting on you. That's a lot. But it, it's I don't think it's fair. And mm -hmm. I don't think that it's reasonable. Like like I said, I know um, one too many men that I've seen, he's at his best when he gets a girlfriend. He's heavily codependent codependent on just having a woman in general. It doesn't matter who the woman is, right? You see him in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships, because his whole likelihood is functioning off of femininity. It's functioning off of him being able to have that soft, caring, nurturing identity with him all the time. You don't see him with the job until he got a woman. You don't see him with his kids until he got a woman. You don't see him being a productive and a helpful human being at all until there is a woman around. So that is what I was speaking to. And I think okay. it is very important yeah. that we do acknowledge men being able to be vulnerable with us and not being able to, you know, weaponize their emotions against them. But when I heard Whitney say, hey, I'm crowning him, I took that in a different realm. Like, gotcha. I don't give you that crown. You keep that crown. You had that crown. It didn't come from me. I'm just gonna keep reaffirming things. Well, let me let me say I'll help you adjust it. I'm here to help you adjust when it right. gets a little quick. Yeah, I'm not crowning you. You, you, you that on, I don't know how you got to that room. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to um uh throw out uh something. Uh first of all, way back at the start of this question, Paris said that uh, men ask about their mental health. I took that to mean are you crazy? Um, <laughs> I was like, that's rude. That, that can't be the case. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but um, I want to ask though, uh, for I think it's unanimous here that all of you said that you wanted to partner with black men. 
Um, I, at least I believe it's unanimous. Uh, yeah, I ain't why is it? What'd you say? I don't. I'm not gonna have it any other way. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I um I I want to know why. Why is that the case? Um, and do you think? Do you think some type of way about women, black women, who don't, right? Who may be partner with white men or otherwise? Probably I don't want to have to explain my bonnet. Woman. I don't want to have to explain my bonnet, my edge control, my wigs, my none of that. I don't want to have to explain none of my black ass products to nobody. And he just needs to look at them, understand, oh, yeah, my mama got that. And then go on about his business. Don't ask me about nothing. <laughs> I mean, for me, I feel like patriarchy exists, misogyny exists. So at the very least, I can fight this uphill battle and not have to also then explain racism and white supremacy to a certain extent. Right? So, all right, all right. There's a lot going on. That so you that know, I can work. We could work through your your misogyny in this relationship. <laughs> but what I'm not about to do is have conversations with you about like, did the white person really mean it? Were you really right. over for that promotion? <laughs> what you I, say I, to my auntie? That's, that's right. Yeah. That's too much. Hey, I'm with you. Too I'm much. with you there. And plus the and plus the way that when I was growing up, how um how we weren't chosen, like and finally being appreciated by a black man. And I, I finally, yeah, grab that. Wasn't letting that go. I was, yeah, no. Yeah. And also, white ice is not colder. White men do the same shit. It drives me nuts when, when people are be like, like, you know, the, the girlies who date interracially, which I actually have no problem with. I don't care. Yeah, that's date cool. Who you want. Black women can date who they want. I, I feel a little bit differently when it's black men, but they're reasons for that. Interesting. I'm going to ask about it. that later I on. Said it. Oh, I um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the girls who are like, oh, because my white men, it's like, girl, he grew up in the same patriarchal system as the black one. It's the, it's the same shit, right? Like the only difference is your your white man. You know, you also gotta like worry about like white supremacy and racism, right? So I. Hope. <laughs> so I got two, and the first one is real sad, but it it meant a lot to me. White sex don't feel good. Um. You said it. There you have it, folks. <laughs> They're jackrabbits. They're jackrabbits. For, for any jackrabbit. white men who sub to my Ooh. channel, I don't endorse this. It's out there. Quick uh, Wait, you mean spiritually or you mean literally? Uh, uh, Thank you for asking for the clarity because it was more of a spiritual thing. Oh, it is. Got it. Okay. It don't. It, it it doesn't feel good to my soul, and the rhythm ain't never right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 just it it's never there. Like the smell ain't even the same. The smell doesn't set yes. off. So yeah, there's a smell. And like when we do it, it always my thing is I want y'all to think about any sexual experience like? you've had with another black person. Mm-hmm. Don't isn't there like the softest hint of cocoa butter or shea Ooh. in the room? Even yeah. if both of y'all done been out all day. Like he just smells so good. Like, my husband smells so good all the time. There's something about Ooh, black bodies engaging that just got, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's just our pheromones that's telling us something while black mm-hmm. sex is happening, but there's a different thing spiritually that I couldn't shake, and I decided, like, at that point that it wasn't going to be for me because I wasn't going to have bad sex for the rest of my life. That was just not <laughs> the thing. But I think also it's a lot of what um, both of you ladies are saying. I don't like having to explain all of the nuances of me 
on top of the fact that I got to tell you about transmissia in the world. And then I got to be worried about whether or not your people going to be racist or transmissic. I ain't got time. Mm, I, like, it's, it's so much. I, it's too much. Like, I don't have time. And then it's on exhausting. Top of that, I know my people's cues. I know, I know my folks' cues when auntie don't like you because she just don't like you or because she got a, a problem with you being a man in a wig. I don't yeah. know Carol's understanding or how mm-hmm. she's gonna pull it out on the bag of me. And Carol's way of not liking me might be to sit in my face the entire night and patronize me while talking shit about me with Janet and over wine at 2 a.m. in the morning. And I'm not gonna gather do that. Like we not about to and so I rather I rather go where I know what transgressors look like so that I can avoid them. And I don't have to explain or wonder about the racism and all of that stuff on top of it than to be constantly worried about what this meant, what that meant. I don't get it. I haven't been around long enough. And then the sex don't feel good. So I'm just, I, I can't. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's the it's the undercover racism, too. Because as soon as yeah. you piss them off, I'm all type of nigga Oof. bitches. And, yeah. oh man, like, be for real. No, for real, that's happened to me before. Like, I pissed them off, and I was, oh. With a partner, with a, ro- with a romantic partner. Wow. Yeah, like it's crazy okay. work. I thought you, I was your little uh, brown sugar, your little ebony queen. A minute oh, you should have seen the signs. It was there. <laughs> like, again, started calling you my beautiful black Hershey mm. bar. You should have seen what was coming. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Paris. Paris. Oh, uh, she, yeah, Paris yeah. got a chance to answer that question. Well, my answer is simple. I just love black men. It don't get no different than that. I, I'm not worried about explaining my culture. I'm not worried about racism. Um, you can't run from racism. It's going to be there. And even mm-hmm. if there was a white man who expressed a romantic interest or an attraction to you, that doesn't negate racism because even if he's not racist, you guys are still going to have a racist experience. And then it heightens when you change proximity of your social climate. You know, so um, the expectation that it won't be there, you actually just increased it because interracial couples, they experience a whole nother different sector of life. They see lenses differently. But for me, my answer is I love black men. It will always be black love supremacy. It will always be keep the bloodline pure. My children are going to have four grandchildren mm. on that. Um, and I don't think that that ideology is harmful at all because white people do it. And if well, I, it's, at the end of the day, your kids are going to do whatever they want to do anyway. So you, we well, can preach that all day. Children, I'm talking about me and my womb. And my womb mm-hmm. is cultivated for a black man. My womb is prepared for a black man. My heart is meant for a black man. And when my children grow up and they have their own ideas of life and they get to see everything, I'm going to support my children, but they will absolutely have the same sentiment and understanding about interracial dating and their ideas. However, they choose to take that walk is on them. However, the education will be there for them to make that that decision. But I'm talking about me. My love ain't meant yeah. for nothing but a black man. I'm their problem, and they gonna deal with it. Even with their <laughs> 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 Period. I'm so, their problem. I, I gotta ask before we walk away from this, because I'm sure Bam has somewhere else he wants to take us, but uh, Zimmy, because <laughs> you said it, uh, you talked about how like you, you don't care that of black women getting interracial marriages or relationships. Um, but you have some sort of feeling about black men, which I think is super interesting. I've heard this before, and I'm curious well, why you feel that way. And the caveat should be, I'm not talking about like weird black women who be like, oh, you know, I want like, you know, white whiteness over everything. That's oh, just yeah, weird, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. I'm just That's talking about like you happen to just, 
mad weird. Like that's a whole nother conversation. Mad weird. I'm talking about just like interracial, you know, you just happen to be with a white man. I, I don't have a problem with it because I know people hate this, but economists have, the numbers have been borne out. There are not enough single black men for every black woman who would like a black man. Right. Oh, it's not a matter so of, a, it's not a matter of opinion. <laughs> it's not a, I think it just, when we, when, when you look at like what's considered eligible or marriageable, which is like the, the terminology they'll use in the research, when you look at black men of a certain age, um, like marriageable age, um, uh, educational background, which is typically like a high school diploma or more. So we're not even getting to like college degrees, just, you know, can you survive? Do you have a high school diploma? Are you of a certain age? Are you not currently incarcerated? Because you can be married or you can get married while you're incarcerated. It's just a lot more difficult. So they're looking at people who are not incarcerated. What, you know, once you go down a list, I believe the numbers are like for white men and white women, it's literally almost one-to-one, that ratio. When it's with black men and black women, that ratio jumps to like one black man for every seven eligible, marriageable black women. It's not possible, right? So I can't be upset with someone who's like, look, I've been looking, I've tried, I date black men, I'm open to all. And I, I can't find one because I know the numbers and the numbers literally say, they don't, they're just not there, right? Okay, so now, this isn't, Dr. Dr. Umar would tell you to go to Africa. Just so, real quick, I'm, let me just say this. This isn't to say that there aren't systemic reasons, right? Because so that's where some of the like the, the the weird old black girls lose me when they're like, oh, it's because black men. No, there are reasons why black men are over incarcerated, right? Yeah. There's systemic, there's structural racism. Like there are reasons why black men are, are, are under any other demographic. There are re- there are structural reasons that are beyond the control of black men that lead to there being fewer marriageable black men, but it doesn't change the fact that there are fewer of them. And so I think black men have more options when it comes to black women, right? Like li- literally, there's one of you for every seven. So to me, it feels more like a like a choice. It doesn't feel like that on Tinder. I'm I'm putting that out there. It doesn't oh, feel like that on Tinder. Why are you still on Tinder, bro? Why are you still on Tinder? That's my first question, Prom. Why are you still on Tinder? Dating apps aside, dating apps aside, right? Black men have more. Period, and it's not a matter of thing. And matter of fact, you have more options when it comes to black women. So it is a very strategic and I think political po- uh, uh, choice as a black man to not date black women. And I well, wish more black men would be honest about that. Well, hmm. let me say this. I, in, you know, not sorry to who this offends, I don't support interracial dating. Now, Ooh. does it mean that it does not mean that if you were to do it, that I would be nasty to you or mistreat you, but no, I personally feel like black people who date down everything minus the diaspora, like you're the weakest link. You you definitely are the weakest link. And you find that those people have the most to say about what's happening in the black community with everything going on black, but they're nowhere near it. Um, and when it comes to whether it's a black man or a black woman, what I have found when it comes to black men that date outside of their race interracially, which is a very small number, it, it's, it's really a minuscule number, for both, for black women and black men. Um, it's not a threat, but specifically when they date outside their race, they take their wealth and they go outside their race and they adapt. Majority of the time, those men adapt their livelihood to the woman's culture. When it comes to mm. black women, they find themselves trying to mitigate between the two. 
and it still isn't as successful. You find that biracial children still have the most struggles integrating the society and finding their identity. I think that knowing that information is very selfish for parents to do um, off of the contingency of your happiness because we know what the divorce rates are. They're based off of everybody's happiness. You know, the number one reason is because of irreconcilable differences under the umbrella of happiness. So you're still not necessarily getting a fixer-upper. Now, what Zimmy mentioned was like the weird one. Now we have a very harmful group of women called divestors. And now those divestors, yes, if you don't know. Me, I've never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard okay, that. Okay, so divestors are specific. Their group. You too, them. Yeah. They're yeah. specifically a hateful black group of women who pride specifically black women dating not only interracially, but with white men. They specifically want to grow and connect with white men. Now, I do not know how their plan is going to work because never in life will white women relinquish their power and give up their man. But they also champion to um, have a mass genocide of black male babies and black male boys in the event that they happen to start growing older and get violent. I do not stand for stuff like that. I do not at all they literally run off of black girl and black women's supremacy a lot of times they weaponize the femicide rate a lot of times it's fear-mongering about black women's interactions with black men as to recruit they have big like like zimmy mentioned the hotel but the divestors they literally have a recruitment process and honestly just being candid anytime you're telling me something is wrong with me as me dating a black man that looks like me and we're majority you're the weirdo. You need a recruitment process for you to go date interracially. You're the weirdo. So if people that choose like a whole bunch of hurt, that's fine. Um, but, but I Paris, just tend to keep black people out the process when they do. But Paris, if the, the um, statistic that our friend Zimmy uh, said was correct about like one to seven around those numbers um, in favor of uh, black men, and there's just just so few of them who are marriageable. Then, like, hmm. are you saying that it is preferable that uh, those black women who, who can't partner just like don't partner, period, when there are other options or other uh, people available? Well, I don't even attach myself to those black women. I think that they're harmful. I think that they're ignorant. And no, I no, not the besters, not the besters. I'm just saying okay. that, like, if there are. I'm not carrying the mentality it, of divesters. Is that I, what no, you're no, saying? I'm, no, no, no. I'm just talking about regular black women, right? Uh, if if it is the case that mathematically there's simply right. not enough eligible black men, then like, would it be preferable, like considering your ideology that you just uh, stated, uh, would it be preferable that they not partner at all rather than partnering outside their race? No, because you can literally date all down the diaspora. As of today, it's cool to be black. So, of course, we're calling Afro-Latinas. They're black when they want to be black. You know, um, we're calling Mexicans black when they want to be black. Oh, no, I don't stand for that. Oh, no. Ain't no Mexican. (laughs) Afro-Latinas are real, though. They're definitely a real thing. They're they're real. What I'm saying is, okay, here, when you're in America, right, um, a lot of times with places such as New York and Florida um, and um, what, what is it called? That, uh, California. Places like that, those are huge melting pots. That's not the masses of America. Those huge melting pots where you have a wide variety of cultures and you have a lot of people that are integrated with each other all the time. That is a very common mm-hmm. thing 
New Yorkers, et cetera, et cetera. So even knowing that Afro-Latinas, right, you know, Dominicans and Haitians, well, Haitians, of course, black and Cubans, you have white um, presenting Cubans and you have yeah, black yeah. presenting Cubans, all of this other, other dynamics. A lot, and that's not taking away race and ethnicity, not one of the same. A lot of times they perpetuate <laughs> the idea of blackness in America. I'm not talking about what their race or ethnicity is. I'm talking about the idea to be black in America. We see it in the music. We see it in the uh, clothes and the fads. We see it in every ethnic group. Asians want to be black when they get ready. I, that's what I mean. Not necessarily that okay. they are not black, right? That that's not their ethnicity, but they perpetuate yeah. the cosplay blackness. That's what I mean. So to clean that up. Um, now, going back to the question. You can literally go outside of the U.S. to get what you need. Brazil, Colombia, Africa is a huge continent. Go have your pick. But to insinuate that it's not enough, it's only not enough in America. You can move around. You may not want to subscribe to another person's culture, but if it means that much to you to get married, why would you go do all of that hard work with a white man when you would have to do it for another man anyways? So, um, in respect for people's time, I got one more. There was a few other questions, but I'll uh, ask this one, and we can kind of just go forward from there um, and start to wrap up. But, um, what do you hope the future holds for little black girls, and what do you think needs to happen to achieve it? Aww. I Sandra. hope. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope that I want to see more love within ourselves. Teach, us teaching how, you know, teaching little black girls how to love themselves a little bit better and not having to look up to outside forces, to look up to themselves and to see themselves as, you know, the influence instead of others. And trusting in themselves, and I, I really want that to happen, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, I feel like I want so much right. for little black girls. Like that's a hard question. I mean, obviously there's like self love, self worth, self esteem, but like I want to see the the material conditions of little black girls change right like mm -hmm. I want little black girls to re be receiving the edu the best education I want them to have access to adequate and proper health care and good nutrition like I I want I want the world for little black girls and I also the Miss Anderson me wants to see little black girls take shit from nobody <laughs> right like you are not meant to be subservient or a servant to anybody like I want little black, if I could summarize it, I want little black girls to take up space. Um, and I want them to do it with attitude, right? Like yeah. I, don't want, I don't want little little black girls to be worried about, well, like, how am I going to be stereotyped and how take up space, do it with full charge and do it with attitude, right? In addition to like real changes around their material conditions. Mm. <laughs> I think... I want little black girls to be able to see black women in real places of power, creating real spaces of change. Cause I feel like you are more inspired to be the things that you can see. And I'm seeing little black girls wanting to be judges and doctors more often, right? I'm seeing 
all of that start to shift. And I'm seeing more little black girls like get into sports and be all of those things because now they are seeing it. And so now we've gotten a vice president. Like I want our little black girls to see a, a black woman president like doing it and making big decisions and making big mm. changes. And I want them to see a future where breast cancer is curable by a black woman. Like that type of shit. Like I want, I want them to see big shit. Right. Cause I feel like we got an opportunity to see big shit. We are seeing droves of, 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 of black women doctors. We're seeing droves of black women scientists. Like we are getting a little glimpse of what I think history is going to look like. And I just want them to be able to see something even greater than that. Like I want them to be coming home to us on whatever floating iPad pops out of their fucking forearm, you know, like, and showing us the video of these black women that are out here, you know, shaking shit up. And we'd be looking like, y'all remember when we was happy with a vice president, bitch? Like, you know, like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. So that, I think that, that would be what I want to see. All is cool. I don't want none of this shit for them. I want black girls to have a soft life and remain kids as long as they can. And I mm. want them to do mm. that free of judgment. That's what I want. And whatever that looks like in a comfortable, safe space for them, um, that's what I want to see going forward. But I want them to be able to do that, knowing that they are loved, giving love out to each other, giving love out to little black boys, giving respect mm-hmm. out to each other, and giving respect out to little black boys and their counterparts. And I also want them to be able to um, have a soft life and be a little black girl without judgment, living living carefree as long as they possibly can with little worry, right? I feel like a lot of times um, the complex of we have to fix everything is it's still early. We learn to rock a baby before we learn to even take care of ourselves. And I feel like that's a generational curse where we're always learning to be a, a babysitter in school. We're getting intertwined and picking up the pieces of whomever does or does not have the kids around and I think that a lot of times it takes away from us to just really be able to grow and experience childhood um so that's what I would love to see I would love to see little black girls be able to have more healthy catered safer experiences being children without being sexualized without being abused without being harmed without experiencing violence and without being disrespected or being made fun of Thank y'all so much yeah. for like doing this. I I super enjoyed this. I felt like this. Um, yeah, I, I knew it was gonna be great, but like it was even better than I expected. Um, like I said, I mean, smooth. You can do your outro. I like I give each of them a each of y'all an opportunity to say a little outro on what your thoughts on the conversation. I hope y'all you know enjoyed yourself as much as I did. Um, and. Obviously, you know, I understand people, especially with people's busy schedules, but I would love to do something similar in the future at later dates. I think this was just really fun for me. I'm down. I ain't doing shit. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all got dudes. Y'all got any thoughts before we, we do outros? Yeah, outros. Yeah. Outros. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Um, thank y'all. I appreciate, you know, being here. I know it was quiet, but I love absorbing everybody's opinion and everybody's thought processes that are different than mine. So I really love, and I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Uh, can I, where can people find you also? If you want. Oh yeah. You. Uh, again, at 420 artist Whitney on all social media platforms, get some art, get a reading, any one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Zimmy, we're just going online. 
Um, yeah, I I had a great time. I really enjoyed the hey, I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, and you can find me at Zimmy Five. It's so unoriginal. Zimmy is my name and birthday. Two um, <laughs> two on Instagram or wow. Twitter. Um, and actually, I want to say I don't. I, you don't know me, Hope, but like I remember you from Ghetto Ass Clubhouse. And I've always thought you were super brilliant. And while you were talking, you said the word transmissive. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Let me like let me Google that shit real quick. So it was an honor to like get a chance to um, to be on this with you. And I love getting to meet you, Paris and Whitney. And thank you for um, inviting me, Bam. And nice to meet you, Smooth and Prime as well. Oh, she still hate niggas. <laughs> well, see, but we a little bit better. We do, I, do, I hate, do I hate niggas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No hesitation. Not at all. Not at all. I am crying. Um, I really, I did, I enjoyed uh, being in this space with you ladies. It was really dope. The exchange was dope and respectful and, and challenging. And I really, I, I loved all of us also being able to come to grips and clarify things without people even asking for the need to clarify. It, it was dope. Um, and I can't wait for whatever the next conversation is going to be because I love being able to not agree but pull positivity out of the conversation. Like, it is all good. We can still be cool. Um, but y'all can find me at Hope Giselle on all of my social media. And I'm going to plug my book. This hey. is my baby. It is called Until I Met Black Men. And it is available on all of the places where you can find books. Amazon does have it. Yes, it is a part of the prime order. Um, can you put the link in the private chat? Or yeah. Just so we can Super going to buy that. Yeah, I can do that. Um, but yeah, so make sure y'all pick up a copy. I have it on Kindle and a paper back. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you're gonna save me for last. The, your favorite controversial content creator. Some of y'all may not be so much of your favorite, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, you can find me on Twitter, my baby at underscore paradise paris one here on YouTube, just landed in Paris. On TikTok at underscore Paradise Paris, on Facebook and Instagram at Paradise Paris. All my business inquiries at contact.paradiseparis at gmail.com. Um, I look forward to working with some of you later in the future, maybe, possibly. And it's been a wonderful experience. I always enjoy getting into conversations where I can learn and I'm not the smartest person in the room and bounce off different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Yeah, like I said, smooth with your show. You can. Take us out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. So listen, uh, if y'all have enjoyed this episode, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe to me. Uh, make sure you sub to Prime. You know what I'm saying? If you're watching over there on Twitch, uh, can't uh, can't leave that alone. Also, uh, make sure you sub and like on uh, Paradise Paradise is Prosperum because uh, I realize she's streaming as well. Um, and uh, yeah. Hey. This has been episode and, number two. shout out to Bam before that. We got to shout out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do anything. Shout- no, it's fine, but no, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but for real. No, no, Prime, you're right, you're right. Hey, shout out yeah. to Bam, shout out to Bam for pulling this together, getting yeah. the group of people together, because this is all this is all his idea, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, yeah. so anyway, listen, this is Ask a Black Girl, episode number 247 of the Home Rules Smooth Podcast. We about out of here. Uh, catch y'all later.
right. Oh, I no promise still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. Uh, yeah, I'm still alive too. I'm still alive too. Yeah, yeah. Just don't. Yeah, don't I just after Whitney, hours, you were about to yeah, say something awful. Don't don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Whitney was. I know Whitney was. She wasn't used to that. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready for me to keep streaming. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Because people people thought mm-hmm. people thought we were people thought we were done. But if you wanna if you wanna talk, I could turn off my stream. That's like not a problem. Nah, nah. What do you no, want to talk about? Nothing. I was just gonna say I gotta go feed my kids. Bye. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then yeah, I'll talk to you later. Then. Um, Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fellas, we did it. Yeah, yeah. This was good. This was good. This is solid. This is solid. Hold on. Let me let me let me do this like that. So. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Right. That was. That, I, I kind of like being intimate with you guys like that. I don't. Know. I don't know. That was um, way too. Like uh, this. This is. This is too close. Too close to me. Too close to me, dog. But Man. yeah, I, I, I shout out to Bam. Honestly, Bam's the one who came up with this, and yeah. he made it all happen. He put the legwork in. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows that. Um, and yeah, shout out to my man Smooth, uh, who uh, I'll host this. Yeah. The host with the most. Yeah, man. Um, Man, hey, so so. Okay, so so I do I do want to ask you about what you were saying earlier. Okay, like because you like you were like explicitly like call me out, and I'm like I'm like wait, I'm like I don't I don't like you I'm did take a whole shot. You did. Yeah, I know. Like took a whole shot at me, and I'm like you asked you asked them right. You asked them like well like I'm right here. You said right, so come at me right. Like uh like find like the black conservative uh, in me. So I'm like, okay, well, I got evidence. Like, uh, Zimmy might not know. I don't know if you have any experience with Zimmy. I'm not sure if you know her. No, 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 I don't. So like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So she don't know, but I right. know. So like, you, you, you asked for it. So I was like, all right, well, here it is. I want to brought it up otherwise, but you specifically asked for it. Oh, he he has to get in. Hold on. Let me let me send let me send uh, let me send. Hey, somebody send Dream Dream the link. I gotta find my Discord and my phone. Uh, yeah, you. I'll do it. Oh, okay. Be okay, somebody yeah, send Dream the link and let him in here. Um, but but okay. So with that, so with that being said, I I, I forget exactly what it was about, but I but um uh, from my from my opinion on my side. Okay, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, because Paris ain't even on here no more. Hey, so listen, y'all that that are watching on Paris's stream, um, y'all can come watch the rest of this on Homeroom with Smooth if you want to. She just didn't log out of her own stream, so I'm gonna log out <laughs> for her. I'm gonna log out for her. Okay. Yeah, all right, cool. Back by the screen, naked. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? All right. So listen. Um, with that said, um, with what you were saying, like towards, t- I, 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 I don't even really remember it all the way. But I was just I like, bro, that. like I'm not. That's not me. Like, that's like me. Yeah. Like, for instance, was, a lot of the, was, no. So a lot of the, no, a lot of the conversations we have, I take, a, I take a position of like. Okay, this is yeah. This is not this is not what's there. Well, this is not what's available in the that conversation. That so was. therefore, that was not because no. you talked because this was from your experience. You were talking about like how you've interacted with other uh, black women in your life. Like so, this wasn't used as saying like mm-hmm. well, I'm just uh, talking about the stand. You're like this is what I did. This is what I said to them. So I'm assuming you weren't lying about that. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like I, you definitely believe some women be hoes. Like yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, okay. It depends. No, no, no. It depends on the con Not the context and the connotation of the conversation. All right. That's that's what it that is what it really depends on. The context and the connotation of the conversation. 
That's what it depends Mike, on. Mike Dennis, because depending on the conversation, kinda... then maybe then maybe I might have said something that might have that might have lended to that credence. But it depends on what the actual conversation was and why I said what I said. We it's not that's about, my that's so, not my holistic belief. And I, I didn't, but that's the point. That was literally the point of what, what I was trying to say was that this isn't all of you, right? Like that I'm not reducing you down to that. That like it was right. a very contentious conversation between you two, and you're frozen. Your your camera's frozen on my screen. I'm not sure if I'm frozen. Yeah, it's frozen on mine too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, this wasn't me uh, saying that you are a terrible person, that you are all, all Mac classified as a hotep or anything like that, right? I'm just saying that like uh, we're talking <laughs> about whether these, and you're still frozen. Um, that whether black men, ha- oh, there you are. You're good. Okay. Yeah, I think you're good. Yeah, you're good. I, I fixed it. Um. Uh, black men had these conservative ideals like okay well this is an example of you having those ideals and right. I remember this conversation you said um, that women in your life right they've come to you to have private conversations and uh, they talked about like the things they've done like the sexual things they've done and they felt guilt about that right and then your, your response to them uh, wasn't just like well I mean like hey like uh, we everyone gets involved in um, uh, as an adult like you know, uh, sex is a complicated matter and mm-hmm. like, kind of figure things out uh, yourself and, you know, you should have room to explore and maybe guilt is not the, uh, the path to go. You're like, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. You've done something wrong. Uh, don't do that again. This is, well, this aren't, isn't exactly your words, but that's the sentiment that you were giving out. Yeah, because the, the so, okay, in the context that I gave that conversation, it's probably in regards to a few friends that were dealing with guys that they told me up front were trash and they kept dealing with him. And then afterward, they're telling me after the fact that they still, they feel like trash. And I'm like, yes, you feel like trash because you dealt with trash. Therefore, if you knew it was trash and you knew it was probably bad for you, you probably should separate yourself from that situation. Therefore, no, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be nice to you and say, oh, you shouldn't have did that. I'm going to talk to you like you're my homeboy and tell you like, bro, you did the you did a wrong thing. If that is the case, if that is the case, then you did not intimate that from you. So I'm gonna just go go by your word, right? And you're, and you're saying that's how you felt, okay? But like we had a very long conversation. It was like an hour of us going back and forth. This was. So are intense, you talking about that night on the stream where it's that. just me and you on the stream? Because I was just, drunk as if it was no, just, no, it wasn't me, just me and you. No, 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 no. I mean, there was probably one dude in the upper corner, right? And it was, and it was me and you. Like, it was, it was not that many people. I, like, I once, once I, we went into after hours, I, 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 I distinctly I, remember a night where you were like going off on me, and I was drunk as hell. I've gone off I remember. a few times, but like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that after like, hours, I remember. <laughs> okay, but like, yes, yeah, so I, I, I don't know which time. I, in my head, I think there was like a mostly full panel. Um, there, but like this was a long time ago, so I, I don't hold me to that. Uh, right. But my understanding, but I, I just remember our conversation, and we went at it for a long time, and you didn't say anything about like, oh, it's just like they were with a trash guy. Uh, the 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 focus of the conversation, to my recollection, is about like their sexual practices, them sleeping around, right? And then you saying, yeah, you should feel guilty about that. Don't do that again. That yeah. like, go ahead. Yeah, so it's not it's not necessarily about sleeping sleeping around, and I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Dream get in after this because he, he felt I felt like he got something to say. I'm it's not it's confused. not it's not necessarily about them sleeping around. It's the choices of the men they chose to sleep around with. Sleeping around isn't necessarily bad if you're sleeping around with, with with good with good 
quality people, like cool. But if you're sleeping around with people that are inherently bad, you know what I'm saying? And you're getting bad outcomes over and over again. It's like, yo, what are you fucking doing? Like at some point I have to tell you that as okay. your friend, as your friend, I, I, have I to agree with you. Accountable. I agree with you then. If that's, if that's what you were trying to say, I didn't get that from that conversation. But if yeah. you're saying that, then I agree with you. Hey, I was hella drunk. So I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Most you of your streams, this night. drunk man tells the tales. No, no, no. Most no. Most of your streams, I drink because oh, it's, lo- right. it's it's like three hours. More like, bro, way, like, huh? Okay, well, no, I'm drunk. just being dead ass. Like, well, even my own podcast, that. like back in the day, like I was drinking a whole lot. Like I had okay. to cut that shit out. Okay. I'm glad you did, brother. Yeah, yeah. Same here. You want to say something, Dream? Yes. I think you should have pushed back more on their misandry. I don't know why y'all didn't, bro. Well, because well, I mean, well, first, first of all, first of all, come on, come on. The the crime and it is bam. Like you that wouldn't allow, you wouldn't allow us to be misogynist, and you just don't push back on us. Prime, I think this is like. Oh, I, I didn't want to take up the the panel. Like I thought it was about the women. So like I yeah, like, was, this is a place for them to share their perspective. This wasn't a, a place yeah. to like fight. We weren't trying to debate them. Yeah. I, I like when I jumped in, it was just like just I, I, I felt I was trying to add to the conversation rather than like saying like you're wrong or whatever, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, but you just have different philosophies. And if I hear anything like ist, I always have to speak up and push back so I don't so I can at least put a wrench in their brain and so they can think about what it later. Think, and also I don't think anything was that's yeah. unfair, yeah. Yeah, what do you she, think was actually misandrous? Yeah, I wrote it down. She said that uh, a black woman can date whoever, but I have a uh, oh, he prompted a black man. Yeah, what did you, what did you say? Yeah, I I, I specifically well, he, he didn't back. push. He just like he was curious, you know, like what. Yeah, I asked her that. to expand on that. And what um, she say? Uh, I hope I don't butcher anything. But uh, she was like, "Well, it's actually not really that that she has like a a, a problem within that like it, it shouldn't happen." She was talking about. That black men have like a bit of like a responsibility because of like how many marriageable uh black men and she defined that, but like marriageable black men they are compared to marriageable black women, and that like like the statistics are off. Like each of like according to her words, it's like in the white population, that's like a one to one statistic. She's just ratio. wrong, but then um, and then she <laughs> said for black men, and, and she was. She didn't have the stat in front of her, but she was like it was like one to seven, like some sort of some way off number. And she was like, well, if if that is the case, if it is the case that there are a lot of lot less marriageable black men, then that they should be with black women, right? Then they should be there, like like not take themselves out of the population. And go to, and, and I don't know, like I know it's true though. Like there men uh, No 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 no, you're, no it's you're, just not true. No, it's I'm gonna I'm, gonna I'm literally gonna go like step by step why. It, it's it's objectively true that there are more women than, than men in every no, no 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 it's not true when you're Thank talking you. about un never married. Uh, no kids, bachelor men, bachelor candidates. So like those like three three criteria for like marriage is like there's way more men that fit that criteria because there are more women than men, but a lot more women have kids and than there are men because one man can impregnate way more women, right? So it's like a, a lot of women are impregnated by the same man. So you have a lot of other men that never impregnated any woman who are single. And so there's way more um, men without kids. I don't know if kids would make you unmarriable. I don't know if that's like a, it, it, it's not, it's, a category. It's not about being unmarriable necessarily, but we're talking about the caliber of the highest quality of men being 
eligible for marriage. So there are more high more, quality. There are more high quality people. marriageable men than there are higher quality marriageable women just because of the fact that there are more men that don't have kids than there are women. Maybe, but that's a complete. That's, now you're saying something different than what was said. I, okay, I don't so, even know if that's true, but that's so, different. So, She's so like marry, you, marryable in what general. What is marryable? Like, um, if, if it's walk, not based on quality, then what the fuck is it based on? It's 18 high school diploma um, and like not in jail, I think. Yeah, yeah, like not. <laughs> but, but, okay, so um, look, so look, but even when you say when you say that not in jail part, right, we, we've already discussed and established previously in the conversation itself, men and women both agree that men are locked up more. Therefore, yes, it would be disproportionately that you would have Less men available for women that have. Which is what she like, said. That she said have, that too. She said there's systemic she, she reasons for it. Yeah. She said there's right. like no, no, no. And I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even disagreeing with that point. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but it, but it makes it makes logical sense. Like yeah, we yeah. we reached a very logical conclusion there. Like we can ask her for a source. Uh, but like it seemed like. And yeah, the fact, like, like I said, just the fact that adding the fact on top of that, they like that there just are more women. Like even if everyone. But like yeah. 100% perfect, there's there's just more women than men. But my thing is, you're putting an arbitrary uh, criteria on a diploma, uh, not in jail. And, These aren't and arbitrary. Ask, uh, These aren't arbitrary. Come on, don't do that. That's, that's not like, arbitrary. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying like, wait, 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 wait. You need a high school diploma to be a marriageable, good person and... and so, like, to when... To sustain the marriage. Yeah, when we're talking Why? about... Why do you like, need that? <clears throat> excuse me, when we're talking about marriageability, like, what you know, have a some criteria uh, that, like, just that people use when they're evaluating each other, right? Yeah, I, one I, of I, them is not being in jail. That's that is one of them. Sure. One of them is uh, having a, a high school diploma. Nobody asked that. that Nobody. Asked, people ask I, if you have a job. I, yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, do you work? Yeah. Do you yes, sustain yourself. Awesome. If you do as an entrepreneur without having a high school diploma, why do I? Sure, but that's so um, niche. Like, yeah. I don't sure, know why so you're arguing not a requ- with me about this. Stuff. I'm not it's arguing like a weird with thing. I'm saying that like this is what people um look for, right? Well, and they may not say thing, specifically, "Hey, like you point, can get though. your high school diploma. Let me see your high school diploma." But these mm-hmm. are the things that go through their mind when they're like, a, a, it, like there are plenty of women, and you can argue with them. But plenty of women, if they find out a, a guy doesn't have at least a high school diploma, yeah, th- that they are going to be less uh, attractive to them. Oh, right. So well, no, I don't even. I wouldn't even say no, that no, 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 no. You, 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 you. I'm disagreeing. You actually, with you, you actually just made my point for me, Prime. Less attractive to them if they don't have a certain requirement. One of those requirements is having a kid. Kids. That's what exactly. Not having a kid. Clear. I'm, exactly. not, I'm, I'm not even talking about okay. attraction. So, I think, so, I think my high point school is, diploma. So my point a, stands. I don't know why you disagree I'm, with it. I'm disagreeing with you. No, no, I'm pri- no. According to Prime's logic, it's sure. There. You would well, agree with that, what, hold on. Why, why? Why do you think? Hold on. Why do you think that what you just said conflicts with what I just said? Like, yeah, it doesn't. No, 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 no. It, I'm saying because it. I'm saying it makes no sense for you to disagree with what I said since it doesn't conflict. Because by no, 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 if, no, if no, you why? agree with what he's saying, no, then that means the there's, less, there's more less men. The thing I specifically disagreed with you on, right? You're talking about like it's arbitrary uh, to have like uh to make a high school diploma um. Uh, like a part of of this um, calculation, I'm saying that's not an arbitrary. No, no, no. Thing. I'm saying that's... it's arbitrary if you don't include not uh, not having kids. Like, sure, I, I she agree. Didn't, she didn't give us an exhaustive list. I, I like. I don't I'm think not it's the person. Not... No, 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 no. I'm just saying that she didn't give us an exhaustive. It's list not about the exhaustive list. Really it's, it's that she she limited the list to make it more uh, more eligible women than men. But if you include the most re- one of the most reasonable things, which is having kids. 
you would have way more mm-hmm. eligible men than women. You got it. Okay. You got it. Like we can, we're not the ones to have this conversation with, like you have to ask her about her source and then, because maybe that's included. It might be included. I don't know. Maybe something that's uh, included in that list is um, ne- never being previously divorced. Right. That might be on the list. I, I don't know. But like, well, I, I mean, the one thing is an arbitrary. Okay. I, I, I would, I would fundamentally say that being previously divorced is probably not on there just because the statistical odds of, black people being even married like getting to the point of marriage is like lower than every other demographic like we don't marry at the same rate that that everybody else marries we just don't but like i think by the time a woman black woman's 50 like i'd say women because men have higher rates of it or actually men black men have really low rates of marriage also i think by the time mm -hmm. of black black women are like 50 i think 75 or 80 percent have been married at least once um, but the, the, the reason why I don't, why I don't, I'm not including kids or the reason why, like the thing about the high school diploma, I don't think it's about attraction. I think it like, you can say that like, oh, there's people without high school diplomas that are like our entrepreneurs and make tons of money. But I think that that's like, I think that you're talking about a really, really niche thing versus like when if we talk about employment in the United States of America, generally, you're going to speak to either a high school diploma or a GED. But it's, it's just a requirement for like so many jobs. Right. No, no, no. no I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like people look for some type of level of education. But I'm not saying not like we're looking for. I'm saying like it, it, it would probably be a necessity to like ha- well, maintain a household. Sure, sure. It's 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 a uh, how do you say it's a probabilistic necessity. Sure. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But I'm saying it's also a probabilistic preference just based on the if you're a single woman. You probably want a man that's that you want to start fresh with and build a family with, right? If you have no kids, so you're also looking for a man without the kids. And same same for men. If you want to start fresh have a new family, you probably don't want the the burden or responsibility of another man's kids. So you also have a hierarchy of preference to also prefer a woman without kids. So when you meet, when you both have GEDs or, or high school diplomas, you're both not in jail. Where we would take, uh, we were taking this pool of people, men and women, and both don't have kids because there's so many more women with kids. You're gonna probably have way more single, eligible, marriageable men. Right, but I, guess, but I just don't think that it's, it's just a weird thing to add to the category and say that like this is what makes me right. What makes it what? It, it's you're just adding something to the category though. That, like I, I, guess, I yeah, just that's what I'm saying. With it being I don't think it doesn't matter. Like for me personally, I don't care who you marry. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but we're we're but if you're saying, from a perspective of, oh, there's just way more eligible, uh, marriageable women out there. I'm like, okay, based on what? And that's where I'm talking and, about. And the I, average, I said the three ones. And I'm yeah, saying yeah. that's so, hold on. And I'm saying if I ask you based on what, and you give me three things, I'm gonna give you what about this fourth thing? And if you say, well, I don't really care about that fourth thing, that's what I'm talking about being arbitrary because can, that fourth thing matters to a lot of people. We can ask. We can ask. Bam, maybe uh, to uh, reach out to her. ask Zimmy if she can provide a source because I actually wanted to get a source for that. Um, mm. uh, so, like, the, the, there was a study or something. She she, she said it was a, uh, an economic study um, about that. What like, we, we don't we don't know. We don't know. What do we, we, we also hold on one real quick? What do we also say that being single is one of those requirements? Like, you could you can, that's like a yeah, necessary I mean, requirement, yeah. right? And there's just way more single men than women, which means there's. Uh, probably way higher chance. I don't think that's true. I'm not sure about not, that. No, no, no. Not especially no, no, with black women. Yes, I mean, no, I, I just no, looked no, that no. up. I just no, no, no. Up. So listen, so listen, fam. On average, just period across the board, there are way more single men than there are single women. Just statistically across the board. 
like uh, what age group? I like, I don't know if that's true across the board for black women. They're probably like, like uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I have to look at the stats, but in my men in their twenties, yeah, maybe at twenty, girls have boyfriends. But I think like throughout over throughout life, I would argue that like I've never I've never worried about the idea of getting married. Like I know whenever I whenever I want to, I can meet someone. And like He's you know, like they, they might not be perfect. No, but I'm just saying general. I don't think I don't think men think about this <laughs> typically. I think that men, because if anything, it's like the stereotype is always men are like afraid of like a woman like asking for it to be married. Like versus women like strive. Like I hope someone asks me, but like the stereotype is always men getting ultimatums. Like uh, she wants she's getting too serious, way too fast. She's clingy. I got to cut her off. Like you know, whenever whenever men at the wedding, whenever they throw the the whatever the garter. Like men get out of the way because, like, oh God, I'm, like men try to avoid marriage until they're ready. Like, I, I, I don't like. I don't think that women think that way. I think a lot, especially black women, have like have a fear of if they're ever going to get married. Like, I don't know if I don't know if that's actually out there for me. So, so I would I would say also I would say also with with women, women are more likely to tolerate a partner that technically is shown every sign that they don't want them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like no, I don't know, this, man. No, 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 no. Well, so, I, like, I feel like men chase more. Maybe you know. What no, I'm no, no. So like, men, men, men chase more. Yes, that's a firm fact. Before, before the relationship, but I'm talking about when you're in a relationship. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's technically not even a relationship anymore, and it's still a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you've taken yourself off the market for this person that has already shown you that they're not a good person or they're not marriage material. They they are more likely to 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 actually tolerate and support that man and actually help like help propagate like his his escapades than actually like a man is a man is more I likely to to like oh oh my god you cheated cool I'm out you know what I'm saying yeah. like I've I've been in situations like that before where I'm trying to be a, you know in a casual relationship and a woman that I was with well, I'm trying to be a casual relationship she wants a serious relationship and I'm open and honest hey. I don't want you, what you want. So if you continue this relationship, I'm, it's like under my terms of being, of it being casual. They're like, well, I don't care. I'm still going to be with you and I'll wait for you until you want a serious relationship. And then they're just like hurting themselves. Like if you want the thing that you want, I'm not going to give it to you. So you should just like remove yourself from a situation. And I have been with women where they've actually done that, where I tell you, I'm not, I don't want what you want. And they move themselves situation. But I do I, I have seen what uh, Smooth has described, like in just my personal experience, women are just willing to be in a relationship that is not optimal to them just for the hope and dream that they it will become that optimal um, one. This isn't this isn't exactly what uh, uh, Zimmy had brought up uh, in the previous panel. Um, but you know, I did a little bit of a binging. I did uh, this from Bing. Uh, but Bing, uh, damn. Uh, I know it's like that. Bing, it's hard out here. It's hard out you here. You couldn't find street. Google. Chat like, uh, GPT. The but, website was down. Uh, but no, uh, it's uh, yeah. So far fewer black men than black women. So this is a, a, from a site called FlowingData.com, um, and uh, it says it says uh, uh, they explored the gender gap between black male and black female populations in the United States. There's a graph that says most blacks live in places with a significant shortage of black men. But most whites live in places with roughly parity between white men and white women. And then there's this excerpt from this study. It says uh, they are missing, talking about black men, 
largely because of early deaths or because they are behind bars. Remarkably, black women who are 25 to 54 and not in jail outnumber black men in that category by 1.5 million, according to the upshot analysis. Uh, for every 100 black women in this age group living outside of jail, there are only 83 black men. Among whites, the equivalent uh, number is 99, nearly parity. So, okay. um, this is, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Exactly I'm not going to argue with that number. That number is true, but that number doesn't have the requirement, which is like, okay, if you want the high school diploma, if you want the non-jail, that's reasonable. I, I said what that, about, yes, that's exactly what she said. But I've just given you some. Right, right, right. I mean, so it still just seems to be a discrepancy. What about, the, the, were, those, were all of those women single? Did it say all of them are single? I didn't, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the link. Um, no, did it say that they were single? Uh, Michael Black on their outnumber. I I, I think I it's don't, general. I think it's just, think it's yeah, just a general just, population. Just, yeah. General. So if um, black women are going to be way in relationships way more, then that stat is re- irrelevant because it doesn't tell us the full story about which one of them are actually but, married. But I don't know if that's true. Like, saying the black women are in relationships way more. I guess I don't think that's I said true. if. But you're assuming it. You're saying that. No, no, it's, I'm it's saying it correct. Well, I'm I'm basing it off of probabilistically because the study I posted in, in chat, it says that in general, women are in relationships w- uh, twice as much as men. Like the vast majority of women are in relationships, the vast majority of men are not. All right, let me see. So I'm, that's where I'm basing it at. There could be some strange reason that black women is just going to have the opposite effect for some reason. But I do, I, I think it might, it's reasonable I, to think it follows. So I, I would I would say this though, like, I'm just saying that's like off a of life experience wise, like it's more it's more common for a woman to go, okay, cool, I'm now in a relationship or I'm at least dating or talking to this guy than than a man to actually have somebody. I think men it's like, okay, I'm with somebody for this period of time. It it what for, for whatever reason, whether it's his own fault or her fault or whatever, combination of the two, they're now out of a relationship. He now goes another like five or six years before another like actual relationship and then he's out the game like that's tip that's typically how it goes now there are those rare factors where like this guy is like oh i'm in a relationship or i'm in a relationship or i'm in a relationship and then you gotta then you gotta stack rack and stack of like what's the actual like quality of like people that he's actually like being with and does he actually intend on staying with those people you know what I'm saying? Like, is he just having somebody like, like they said, like to have somebody so he can actually be his best. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot, a lot of men, they jump from relationship to relationship cause they don't even know themselves. And it's the same with women. They do the same thing. A lot of people have not spent enough time alone to actually know themselves to where they can be comfortable being alone. Yeah. I dropped another article. Point to the, the similar idea of, like the the lack of numbers, and I, in the like other... I, I read that article before. Oh, you Sorry, did. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I was oh, gonna say. Oh shit! Um... I dropped it in the wrong uh, chat, and I dropped it into the uh, ask the black girl <laughs> thing. That's my fault. Um, this is the source I was talking about. I do apologize for that. Oh, but um, yeah. I, the other thing, the other thing that um would also, which this isn't a hard rule, but I'm, like is is going to be referenced in that is like similar um the. Uh, Education, uh, education levels like that gap is just spreading year after year, which is not necessarily a requirement that you you date someone with a similar education level, but statistically, it's the most likely across the board. 
Okay, I'll just ask ChatGPT to, to do the uh, calculations. Um, based on these, it has estimates, not, not exact acceptors. There are roughly 2.64 million black, uh, million single black men without children with a high school diploma and not in jail. And there are roughly 2.79 million single black women without ch children with a, with a high school diploma and not in jail. So about a 100,000 discrepancy. 100,000 more black women. 150,000 more black women are single, no jail, and high school diploma. Damn. 150,000 to one? No, total. No, 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 no. Oh, 100,000. More. But, but they even okay, that's... I was making sure. I, 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 I need to know how. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just playing out here. I need to know. I They're, pretty close. They're pretty close. So but smooth. It's 2.64 <laughs> million versus 2.79 million. So I, I've, oh, okay. I'm just okay, not going to trust ChatGPT because I've seen it like mess up so many, too many times. It's, I, like, yeah, it's a rough but, estimate. Even ChatGPT says it's a rough estimate. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I, I'm I'm still looking through this, um, and yeah, there's like, like the more like I, I'm on this uh, article. It's behind the paywall, but like looking at this article, yeah, it's just giving like more <laughs> evidence of like uh, this difference. Like, you know, it doesn't bring out single people specifically. Um, but there's a 1.5 million difference, and I think that you can trust that number more than anything else. But like, if there's 1.5 million difference, um, I think there's also going to be a similar discrepancy in terms of uh, single individuals, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, it, it, like in terms of just being hard to find uh, that type of person. So I don't know. I probably yeah, don't much more. Eddie, what are your thoughts? Like you told me. Right, right. Thoughts on what you're talking about right now, or thoughts no, just over conversation. Anything? Just, yeah, in the conversation in general. I found that uh, some of the things the uh, the ladies were uh, espousing were a bit, uh, I don't know, ideologically conflicting. Um, I thought you guys would push back more, but I guess that's not that wasn't a night for it. I was just letting people just say whatever they want to say. Okay, and I'm I'm overall I'm I'm a little tight that y'all had Black Jubilee. Y'all didn't bring, <laughs> y'all didn't bring the, y'all didn't, didn't even send me a DM, man. You said, hey, we having out some, some, some real actual, some, some sisters, man. I don't got to see, it's not just well, y'all, man. It's not just, we okay. didn't want you to scare the hoes, bro. So that's why. <laughs> you weren't invited either. I don't even know what you're talking well, about. I, 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 exactly I couldn't even come. I couldn't even come. I was at the reparations committee. Hey, so look, I can answer that. I can answer that. So nah, listen. you can't. No, no, no. So listen, so listen, so listen. To, to keep we it a band. No, no, no. So to keep it a band. So to keep it a band. So look, so look. Okay, so you got, you got, Bam is the organizer. Then you got me and Prime as hosts. He's hosting on Twitch. I'm hosting on YouTube. That that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. So then, so then you have then you have the factor of originally this would have been a full panel. Like there wouldn't have been room for a men because if we have more men, it becomes men versus women immediately. It immediately becomes that. And yeah, I, we, just, dude, we just know, did not for, know. For no, ladies, we did not want that. For gentlemen, we did not know. We did not want that. Because it, it becomes men versus women. And the whole thing was, the topic of the conversation is ask a black girl. You can't ask a black girl when you have an equal number of men making input. It's going to it's gonna get weird. It's going to immediately get weird. Yeah. Oh, they said, it was a scary. conversation that was supposed to center. Being a little too scary. Like, no, we're not being scary. We're, we're letting them talk. We're letting them talk. Get your stuff off. 
Yeah, get your get your shit off. Man. That's that's the whole point of the conversation was to let black women get their shit off. Like, yes, we were there to support certain black male issues or standpoints or reaffirm like this is this is the point of black men in some aspects or areas, but at the same time, we, we for the most part we took a back seat. Like oh. if you go if you go timestamp it, if you go timestamp it on who's talking when, like you're you're gonna guarantee you're gonna find most of the time women were speaking. Hell, I shut up for 39 minutes in like 45 seconds. After I did the intro, I did oh not gosh, say you shit. Counted that shit. Wow. Yes, uh, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> hey, bro. Sisters when when they were talking bro. about would you date outside your race, I don't think you you guys really pushed back too much because they were all talking no, about no, they, they like, never pushed back, bro. Like, like they were saying, I, I can never date it. I didn't want to push back. No, but my thing is they weren't doing it for the right reasons, is what I'm saying. Like they should have just said, Oh, I just I like the I just like black men the most, like arbitrarily or like I just think they look the best to me, et cetera, et cetera. But they all all their answers were, I don't want to have to explain my bonnet, I don't want to have to explain racism, I don't want to have to explain uh, ex- which is which is like probabilistic, but then my response to them. What right? if there's a white guy who knows about bonnets? Exactly. What about what about non-black men who are culturally educated? Like, I want to know what that answer to them. To yeah, but like they said, be. it wasn't just that. I mean, like they had they gave a whole list of reasons. It wasn't just about bonnets. I was just little what the first woman said. Did like, you hear what I said? Uh, what did I just yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, you talked about. They're it. saying they don't want to take that. They don't want to take the chance of. Like, I understand, they're, they're, but they wouldn't have to take the chance if if it's proven to them. Yeah, but so like, so like, like, like so yeah, here on. Here's the thing, Dream. Hold on, hold on. Before you interrupt no... me, hold on. Before you interrupt me, I was going. To, I'm, that's why I'm trying to answer your question. So they said a lot more than that. So like, it's not just about a man who's being culturally educated, right? Um, it's about like his family and whether his family will accept you. Um, uh, and it's about like, um, sure. uh, the, and the children, right. And like this, another woman so, said like, you know, in order not to be have... racist, you have, if you have to ask the question, if the man who is not black meets the requirements that you want for a black person, except being black, then would you date them? But and now, we're say, just, now we're just dealing with no, a hypothetical. No, no. We're not talking about real life. That, it so is saying that like, Mike, if we, let's take the black person, Jesus. everything is perfect about them. And then you make them non-black. How do you feel about Like, and now we're not no, talking no, about no. humans anymore. You're just trying to no, solve no. a hypothetical. No, 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 no. We are talking about humans because unless you think these humans don't exist, you don't think it's it is really relevant because I don't understand why. You, I'm not going to know your entire family before I date you. You don't have to know my entire family. This is how it's going to happen. You know who I you you meet me as a friend. You meet me as a friend, and over time, after getting to know me, you understand that I'm not. You don't have to explain any uh, like racism things or like uh, any things about black women because maybe I grew up in a neighborhood, or maybe I was adopted by black a black family, or for a, a many reasons why a white man or a non-black person can understand black culture even better than some black people. There's many reasons. I'm not gonna list them out, for it, but it's just that these people exist. And let's say you meet this person, you become friends, you get to know that this is the person that they are, and then you start dating them, you like who they are, and then you meet their family, and then you're like, oh, your family's really accepting of them. If you this person meets all their requirements and you still say, no, I wouldn't date this person, 
there's something like inherently racist about that. Sure, but that, like I said, now we're dealing with hypothetical. It's not real life. That's what I'm saying. You have to like everything to... is hypothetical. No, when you're asking, because you're, if you're asking you're, somebody, if you ask somebody question, who they date, just they just say who they date. You don't have to say that like, okay, what if we put you in this isolated world no, where things no. are different? I would say I would preferably date black women. I would say that. Just say I would preferably date black. Or they can just say what they want to say. But to say that I would never date a non a non black person is racist. Especially no, but they said something even more confusing than that. But go ahead. Especially if it's based on things that are not inherently true. So like on the off chance, like if you're talking about averages, sure, that's what preference is. Oh. Probabilistically, I would only date black men. Sure, but, but I'm not, when we're dealing I'm with not, issues of probabilistic, like it's like on, in the niche, that's what I'm saying. We're no longer talking about real. Right, yeah, cut that word out, man. Yeah, I feel like that too. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I'm just saying, it just feels oh, really dumb to say that, like, oh, like, oh, okay, would you would you ever go skydiving? And they're like, no, nah, I'm scared I could die. It's like, what if I could guarantee 100% that you wouldn't die? Then is you, is you still not skydive? And yeah, like, I think, like, I guess. If they're only, just, no, 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 no. Logically, they would have to say yes. Logically. But, only, yes, but no, 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 we're, we're not having a logic listen. conversation. We're talking to people. If you're not having a logic conversation. I don't think, look, mm-hmm. I disagree with mm-hmm. them because I don't think the um, hypothetical that he was saying um, is too, like, uh, out there, right? Like, in fact, I remember specifically uh, there was a, uh, a dating uh, a matchmaker, right? Um, a professional matchmaker, and she did deal with Asian women, and she dealt with Asian women, um, or, or Asian people in general. Uh, but a lot of the Asian women that would come to her would say that, "Oh, I want a white man," right? And they didn't really examine why they wanted a white man. So she said, "Hey, if there was a uh, an Asian man or a person of the race, right?" Who filled all your criteria? Because they had a whole list of criteria. Who filled all your criteria, but wasn't white? Would you date them? And for most of them, once it was actually put to them that way, they're like, "Yeah, uh, I think I would." Um, and like, I think that, like, I mean, that's, I think it's a fine way of constructing that argument. It's okay. Sure. And one hundred percent of those women just went on to continue to date white men. At least according to that conversation, it seems like she successfully put together Asian couples or just like Asian women with other uh, people of other races. But um, uh, but uh, I just. I think that, um, like the that wasn't the point of the conversation. Like, so I disagreed with a, a lot of things that were said, but like, it's not ask a, a black man; it's ask a black girl. I, I mean, that's the title that does we yes. chose. Right. So, like, uh-huh. I, I wasn't trying to like like debate bro them into the ground about these things. You know? Did you know that but you're listen, logically listen, inconsistent listen. here? My yeah. point is this: No, bam! I've asked, a, I've had a conversation with a racist. I debated a racist, right? It was a white man, and he's like, I'll never date a black woman. And the reasons why, well, they're typically more masculine, typically have more uh, testosterone, X, Y, and Z. They're t- typically more ratchet. And I was like, okay, well, what if you found a, a, a black woman who likes everything you like, the, the things, and, um, and um, you know, they, they're not, they're, they're feminine. They have, they have the traditional role that you prefer X, Y, and Z, because these black women exist out there. He finally said exactly what he really wanted to say at the end. Well, she's still black, right? So that's essentially what these black women just said. Even if this not white person or non-black person had everything that they were, were looking for in a black man, essentially they still wouldn't date them because, well, they're still not black, right? Well, I mean, they get so they that's get, like, that makes it racist. Reasons. What socioeconomic reason could it be? I mean, they literally were talking about like if, if when you have mixed kids within two generations, like 
that like the wealth is like Don Black. Why does that matter? But but yeah, that that doesn't. <laughs> oh, so look, so they no, care about the socioeconomic. Wait wait wait. So bam. So bam. Most uh-huh. of the time when people when people are getting into a relationship and people are thinking about fucking. Okay, let's just keep it a band. Like they are not they're not thinking generationally. Okay, they're thinking right now in the moment. Can I tolerate you? And do I like what you're doing to me? That's literally what it is. That's I, it. I don't date women under five five because I think about kids. Bro, you can so, think about bro, kids. Might. Bro, bro, listen, 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 listen. If you, if I think you, about kids. I don't want to date think an you, I think person. if you look yeah, up the facts, hold on, wait. Them. If you look up the facts <laughs> on Shaq, Shaq himself and his wife, like their comparison, and then versus the size of his kids, I don't think you have anything to worry about. No, at all, it, genetically. No, it, Sha- at all. seven foot. Shaq seven Come foot on, one. bro. You, and all these kids smooth, are That was a horrible me. example. Smooth, that was a yeah. horrible example. <laughs> but I mean, no, but <laughs> what, I'm, what, you, what, I'm, course, what I'm saying is his kids ended up taller than average. They still ended up taller than average. Yeah, of He's course taller than average. Like, bam, how tall are you? Like, let's let's keep I'm it like, up. I'm like six foot. I, okay, I'm, I'm like okay, you're taller than, no, you are taller than average. Your kids are going to end up by, on a statistical probability, end up Taller than average. Nah, this like is, is what it is. Girl. But listen, smooth, smooth, smooth. This is I have to keep saying this. I don't know. People don't understand something. That dating, marriage, having children is all about isn't it about what's possible. It's all about maximizing the probability of what you want. So if he wants taller kids, he's not he's gonna prefer a taller woman because He's trying to maximize his probability. He's okay, that's fine. WNBA. So, 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 okay, so that's, that's why. I'm not gonna so argue that. Why, exactly. So that's why he's he has a limit for himself, which is it's arbitrary and that's okay. Like all dating is subjective, right? But we can name. We can say he's heightest to people less than five. Jesus and that's Christ! Okay. No, let's call that's him okay. a bigot. Let's call that's Bam okay. A he's a bigot against people bigot who are on the shorter side, him. and that's okay. <laughs> I think height is a more is a is way more okay to discriminate than race. Like I think we can all agree to that. Mm. I don't know. Is it like I, I feel like so if, so if, so if we if we were vicious about like heightism, I think it would be just as terrible. But that, like, I, we, but, but it's not no, a protected class. So, that's, so like yeah, I even, get you. But like you're saying that like that it, 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 like these things are inherently different, so we can inherently treat them treat them differently. I'm saying that like if you're just talking about bigotry. I'm oh, sorry, I'm not going to argue this. There's no point. Pointless. Okay, okay. So, but as you wanted to say something previously, so. So, um, wait, 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 real quick. No, it was just, like. Just to, just to jump in here with what Dream was saying, I do feel like what Dream is saying is not statistically wrong. As far as like height being a factor in like dating and discriminatory, as far as like dating people goes, like height is a really big thing. Like for men, Men, men. If a woman is taller than them, they're they're like xing her out, like almost almost off rip. And then when you have when you have women, if the guy is, guy is not tall enough taller enough than them, then they're they're gonna x him off off rip. I want to like, be it's just, height. Right? It's just so I I you can just suck them titties. <laughs> I'm I'm right no, there. but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's that's just that's just on average what it is. Mm. You can have some outliers. Like I've dated a few women that were taller than me, but on average. Like the stuff that lasted, yeah, we, yeah, like we yeah. yeah, we we understand that. We are, you know, for how do you like? How do you feel about women who say I I I need a man that's at least taller than me? I feel like it's, I feel like it's it's true. Like it's it's super easy to do. It doesn't it shouldn't bother you because like no, the no, average no, no. the girl's height five four. So like uh, yeah, yeah, no, like look, I do want. I, I sorry, I I dream the 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 thing that you want to 
focusing on girls who are saying, I want to marry someone or date someone who's at least six foot. When they put like a number on that, that's the issue. Not that they're taller than, because most men are taller than most women, right? But like, is even the tall women are saying, at least taller than me. Well, yeah, because they, women like to feel small. That's the thing that you'll, you'll hear that from them, right? They right. like uh, the idea of feeling small. Uh, but a lot of uh, tall women just like they eventually they so, understand. So, yeah, my so, option. So like I was here, saying so. earlier, be, high, being heightus is way more acceptable. It seems like something that's okay in this society. In our society, like, well, yeah, almost, I, I think I dating preferences are general. I think like just is, is dating preferences in general aren't really like but in, I, in any, I, I in like any practical dating. terms aren't really frowned frowned upon. So like like no 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 I I think there's a difference between dating preferences and dating uh, requirements. No well. I'm, I think I'm, it's I was using difference. those interchangeably. So I, I, when I say but, dating requirements, but, no, no, they're necessarily different those. because people who say I would prefer somebody that's higher, uh, taller than me, would allow for the chance of dating somebody their height or shorter. But right. people to say I no, he has to be taller than me means there is no chance for that same height or t- shorter man to date them. Same way think... for I would prefer to date somebody who's a black person, which I would say. That means I'm still allowing for the potentiality of a non-black person to like follow uh, in love with them. So for somebody to say yeah. I only date black people, it means that there is no chance. So that's why I'm saying a requirement versus preference. And I think when you have the requirement, that's when it comes more problematic. But I don't think locally those mean two different things to people. I think <laughs> most people who say they have a preference for something aren't going to date someone who doesn't. But ontologically, they are different. Dream, yeah, dream. You're just pulling people into your language, baby. I, I, want, I just, no, no, I just want to say, about look, this way, this too, I, they just don't I say it the way that I say. I agree with you when you say that. Look, like, if if this had been a different uh, forum, um, then I would have pushed back a lot more. I would have uh, said like, hey, how is it that like talking about like just dating a black man? Like, how is it that racist? Like the one, literally the one uh, uh, woman of uh, paradise, um, said that like she wanted to keep the bloodline pure. That's literally what came out of her mouth. Yeah, right? she, she did go wild. She literally man. said that. Now I would have pushed back against that. I would have like gone into like a, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's just so much there. Paradise, your about. bloodline ain't pure. It's like yeah. I know I was gonna say that too. I was <laughs> like, your bloodline probably ain't pure. It's like like late. get that twenty one and me done or twenty three and me done because uh, it ain't pure. But like I, I would have pushed back against that. But this is a different forum. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Different. Don't think of it as like I, I don't, typical. I don't even. Paper. I don't even. I don't even think I don't think that's necessarily even an an issue because most people most people like racially like uh, along racial lines think that way like in some way shape or form or fashion you know what yeah. I'm saying and and, and that, that's, that that's a, no but that's that's like this acceptable form of racism that every race accepts we can understand on some that. level on some understand. level. We can understand yeah. that, but that means it's not racist. Like you, but it's also it's also not it's something. Not that, it's, all, it's also not something like that. I don't think society is worth correcting in society. Like yeah. I don't, I don't huh? think there's, I don't think there's, there's any value in in trying to have a conversation about, like, in trying to like change someone's perspective on who they romantically, uh, find, are interested in. No, um, no, no, I don't, th- I don't think it makes society better that we've like changed who you find romantically interesting. Bam, but I agree the, with you. But I yeah, think I agree. It's, it's a, it's like a, it's like, um, there's there's like an underlying premise that they believe. Which is inherently racist that can um, seep into other beliefs that they have. Sure, so that's why it's the other beliefs will be the problem. Like you get the the no, thing no, no, about. No. But if you tackle it in this conversation, I understand why you didn't do it in this conversation. In this conversation, because you just wanted to hear their perspective. You don't want to necessarily push back on them. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, now that you explain that to me, 
in a different scenario you would have. So I appreciate that. So considering that pre uh, that context, I I like to challenge problematic views at all times as much as I can. So I understand in this context you don't want to, because it may seep in, it may like overlap from one conversation to another. So you don't do like more work or like you may to hit two 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 birds with one stone kind of situation. So oh, it's it, like if you fix it, it, somebody's it, racism within dating, their their racism may be fixed in a different aspect. So and it might might be beneficial in that way. But so why do we why so do we even if it's not materialistically different in the real world in terms of dating aspect, but they will we will see a material difference in the real world because we fix their racism within dating in a different uh, aspect within the world. So so okay, so so to to address that point, Dream, I think that in in a in trying to have like proper disc there has to be there has to be a time and a place for pushback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And and at some point you have to let let people that are underrepresented express themselves. There's been very few instances and platforms where black women have been able to talk at lengths like this, especially coming from the diverse black backgrounds that we had. Like I think that is extremely rare. Therefore, we had to just kind of just shut up. You know what I'm saying? And I was okay. I was okay with shutting up to, to let them to let them get their shit off. Because like I I I personally have never heard most of the stuff like at length that they were getting into. And them giving, going back and forth amongst each other, that's a conversation that most of the time when we're Absolutely. in the room, they would not have. Absolutely. They have it on the podcast all the time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I've I've had a similar situation with when I when I kind of like did an interview or had a conversation with somebody that was like an astrologist reader that and I just, me, obviously, I believe in astrology is pseudoscience. I mean, it is a pseudoscience, definitionally. But I just let her speak and just express her opinions. I didn't push back, even though I could have easily. So I understand, like, when you set up the space for that to happen, then that's what's going to happen. So I understand. I'm not, that's why I wanted to come on that after panel to really talk about what you guys thought of what they said, really. Hmm. I, I don't think that, I mean, like I said, there's some stuff that I'm like, ah, might have went a little far. But generally, I don't. I think that they. I think a lot of the things they were saying were fair. Like I think it might make it may make a lot of people uncomfortable, especially black men. But like I don't think that some of the things they were saying about I think most the way the way they fair, they're yeah. treated in the community. I think they were generally fair. Like so even if they you know they may have had some little spice or a little perspective, like their own like twist. I was or a little confused to it. The one that was blatantly misandrous. What was her name? Was that Zimmy? Zimmy. What was she, what was I forgot what she said. She said something. I don't crazy. think she was blatantly misandrous. I think she, like that was. I mean, like she, had, she, that she self admitted. Yeah. No, she is, but she, that, is, that, she was. She, good. she was. She was. Then the homie, so the like homie that. in the background came yeah, through. Yeah, today was she like, was yeah. actually fine. But yeah, Zimmy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love uh, to hear more. I really want to hear from more from her. She really impressed me, Zimmy. Do you guys uh, I put that in our you, private chat? But like, would you feel a certain way if one of your like female friends was misandrous? Because. My ex, right? She had a one of her best friends with misandrous, and I really like looked at her different. You know what I'm saying? Because how do you allow one of your close friends to be misandrous? Like, doesn't I that know, say how something? How do you allow your close friends to be misogynist? Guys, I don't. All the time. I, but I, but that's what I'm saying. You would look at those guys who have those close friends or misogynists to be like, whoa, there's something mm -hmm. up with you. Because I don't. Power, I, power I, I'm not, none of my friends are misogynists. Like, no, it's power dynamics. It, it, there's 
there's conversations again, even though we're live right now. There's if you have you have people in like the black people that you deal with that you know legitimately and probably for just justified reasons don't really ever white people like that. And they'll say things and like like white people get on my nerves. Like and it's like at the end of the day, what is it racist? No, is it a form of like prejudice? Yeah, but I'll, sure. I, I I fight them on that. If every like, time I've had, you can make it to Morehouse fighting fighting on that. What are you saying? Bro, I fought. Yes, we'd have debates all the time, bro. I was I was the guy that always advocated for like non-prejudice in all cases. Sometimes it got annoying to people, but I'm always doing that. Like, even with my current friends right now, I'm always battling their misogyny and battling their uh, misandry. I'm just n- not gonna be like, oh, that's just you know, that's just them. I'm not really gonna care. Okay, so they Our do friends have those views, but they but they no, do have I've your corrected views. them. Yes, I've corrected them, so they don't have it anymore. So over well, time, I mean, I, I mean, according to you, they don't have them anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... They, yeah, yeah. Obviously, even I was misogynist and 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 racist back then. Like I used to be part of a, a, a black supremacist group even when I was in high school. So obviously, people change over time. But I'm, what I'm the point I'm making is, you're an, you're a grown person, like as in mid twenties hmm. and maybe older. You've had time to reflect on your problematic views. By now, you should already have corrected your your closest friends that you've known for years and years. So I'm looking at you different. Like if, if you're still friends with these type of people, no, you're like okay, well let your friends be racist, misogynist. That's what no, you mean, like I I look I correct family who 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 are exactly. Like, yeah, but like I I don't know. It's just that. You wouldn't allow I, them to just be openly like I, right? like if they say in front of you, you correct them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, good. But like, okay, I'm, I'm, you would look you would look down upon people that don't. Is what I'm saying, right? Who don't correct? I mean, I I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. I'm glad we agree. But Bam is like, let them be. I, I don't know. I just I feel like well, we, we established that Bam's a bigot already. So. No, <laughs> but I'm talking about like I think it all just means colloquially what's like what's being said. And the context of the conversation, like to say, like, oh yeah, she's a misandrist. Like, uh, like how how where do where do you draw that line versus uh, where where do you uh, draw the line of misogyny? Because I promise you, yeah. Zimmy probably thinks you're a misogynist. Like, and, and you would say that you push back against misogyny. But you so so in that, yeah. So that 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 was part of that was part of that part of why I I came I asked her to like start to to like define those things because I really wanted to know what she was thinking because I'm I'm like I'm like dude like just because somebody might like agree like in like this one area doesn't mean like oh they're like this this overall like they don't they don't they don't support women in, in all categories or something like well, that. Like and, and this is I'm, me speaking I'm, for her. She this well this is me well, I guess right. I'm speaking for her. She she does she uh, her her base point is but due to patriarchy in the system we live in all men are like by definition some level of misogynist. She just calls she separations like baby misogynists are like full blown. Like that that was the thing she was talking about with the whole depth. Like you're you're probably not that different from like the people you yeah. think you're you're, yeah. you're against. And, um, and that's and that's just so that's just so that's just so categorically disingenuous. I mean, that's like to, to, everybody got to, one. no no no. Yes it is. Yes it is to to, to have not. a no 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 to sit a totem pole down and have a monolith and go. Okay, you are at the bottom of the totem pole, and these people are at the top of the totem pole, but nobody is ever not on the totem pole. She's just that seems that seems ridiculous. All she's saying, the all thing, uh, like I, I don't want to speak for Zimmy because I, I don't know her like that. Um, but like I imagine, I imagine what she would say here is that like this is an on a spectrum, that like living in America just by uh, like 
osmosis. Like black boys are are, are exposed to um, mis misogynistic messages and have misogynistic um, um, uh, ideals implanted into into them. Right now, mm -hmm. like she wouldn't say that all of them are like a danger to women or anything like that. All of them are trying to put them like back in the kitchen. She would say that um like the dis but but she would probably say and again I'm just guessing but that the distance between those two right like we're where men think that well they're categorically different i'm categorically like not i don't have anything to unpack right? i'm not yeah, like i have them. nothing to unpack at all when you actually might because you're on that spectrum you're somewhere there so you're closer to those people than you think that's so, this is so weird like bro like to be honest that's that's like me saying oh all women are on 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 some form of misandry like you could you could say that you could say that and it could be fucking valid, but it sounds fucking stupid. Why does in it actual sound application? It sounds fucking Every, stupid. Everything is a everything's a spectrum. In my opinion, no, but that, that, to, to treat everything like a spectrum sense. is horrible. No, it's not. It's like the honest way you're looking at things, understanding that the world isn't black and white. There, you, you aren't things aren't on or off. That there is like a, a large grayscale here. Yeah, that's actually the honest so, way of looking. It's probably I, more no, dangerous I, to, I, to, I, see I, to, to think you're like incapable of something. Yeah, I, I'm probably a more dangerous view to believe it. Like I'm so different from them. Like yeah. I couldn't possibly. It's not, I'm not, it's not even. I'll, it's I'll, not even saying you're incapable of something. To have to have an outlier. To have a to have a thought on a particular day that you feel this particular way versus like this is your way of thinking. Because when you say that, you're saying that this is that particular person's way of thinking. No, that is a, that, no, no, that, no, that is a way of thinking. To think that way sometimes makes makes you that way or whatever. No, no, it puts you on the spectrum. You, you but to have a to have a just a thought, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's what she's that's what she's yeah yeah okay. If you just, just had a thought, if you just you're had on the a spectrum. thought, if you just had a thought, then you'd be way far on the other side of the spectrum. If it was just that's a so thought you had weird, at some bro. point in time, then you'd be way far because that's how the spectrum works. So you'd still be on the spectrum. It's really that simple. I don't know why you're arguing with this. No, I don't put somebody. I don't put people. I don't put people on a racist spectrum. I either go, you're you racist. Should. No, I either you say should. you're racist or you're not. That, like you that's, can, a you're that's, that's a it. terrible way of looking at it. No, 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 right, smooth. You're right, smooth. That's it. Let me explain. You can't, no, 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 no. You can't, you can be a little. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Go ahead. There are people out there who don't have any type of racism in their body at all. I'm one of them. Right? So I'm not a racist. You were a part of a black supremacist group. What are you talking about? You for life. Was you take so, it for life? You, that, there, there was something. There's something that turned in your mind. There's something. No, it's, it's, it's called being ignorant. It's called being ignorant. Being ignorant okay. and misinformed so, means that you can gain you knowledge know. to change your mind. If, if, if that's true, then you're on the far side of the spectrum. Wait, like so, that's so, how spectrums work. But 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 but, but, but listen, listen. I understand. I'm trying to explain to you how it's both a spectrum and it's both. Isn't it called bimodal or something like that? When it's that way, where there's two options and it's a spectrum. There's a spectrum of hey i'm not a racist and you are a racist and once you get a little bit of racism on top of uh so there's a spectrum right here and everything to the uh, this, this is my left right this is my left even though it may show it right on here this is my left and this left is i'm not a racist anything even the 0.0001 added up to i'm not a racist categorize categorizes you as i'm a racist and this is so why even though it's a spectrum and this it is still why... means 
No, no. There's a this, I'm not a racist, the and then there is I'm a racist. This is the problem. Because even if you have a little racism in you, you are racist. And no, 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 there's no, just no, a this, level. This, there's just degrees of how racist This is the problem. There's just the problem that you and Dream. You got a little bit of black in you. What you're doing is like you're essentializing people. You're saying that this person is not black. Hold on, listen. You got a little bit of black. Listen. Like you're essentializing people. You're saying that like I can identify a like a straight up racist uh, because of like this and this uh, uh, criteria, right? And that person is uh, essentially racist. But if you don't meet that uh, those uh, criteria, not all of them, maybe, um, then you're not. So like what I'm saying is that uh, like I'm not. It's it's well, and maybe this was a, a bit of confusion. Is that in the spectrum that I'm talking about? It's not useful to necessarily call a person a racist, but just to say that people have racist, um, like uh, ideas, ideologies, thoughts in their in their head, right? And there's a spectrum. Having racist ideas, but is that being racist? Yeah, yeah. If you you believe in any racist belief, you're you're being verbose. If you believe in any racist belief, yeah, yes, I'm being verbose to actually explain the point. I don't know, like, like this is a nuanced conversation. No, no one thinks that way. If you have racist, literally, lots of people think this way. I'm sorry, this is new to you. Thinking about things in a spectrum, but lots of people uh, consider it this way. Once you realize the world's not black white, once you realize people aren't black and white, and so yes, you can have, you can be a person uh, who works in an anti-racist, uh, 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 like uh, field job or whatever, right? And you can still have like uh, racism in your thought, thought like like a, a an you Asian woman could like, cut you off. An Asian woman could cut you off mm-hmm. in traffic. You know, like something you you say something about her because she's an Asian woman. Asian women don't know how to drive, right? Like that's the thing that happens to normal human beings. Now, is that person yeah. a quote a quote unquote how, racist? How is it? I I can't. I, I probably you can. not. But like you, you the, said, the the, the 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 crux of what you meant. Okay, whatever. All right. Like yeah. I, 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 just, I just don't find. I don't I mean, like, it to be mean. Like you're more. saying, it's not realized that way. Even though you're speaking about how ideally it happens, but when it's realized, people always ask, "But bro, are you racist?" Like they okay. always ask, no or they, they deal with it in a fashion of saying, "Hey, that's not right. You shouldn't you're have really a thought like that." Like because thoughts like that are problematic. They're they're stereotypical, and they're or and or racist. So people people will judge you and treat you as yeah. Such. I understand. Even if you will. in reality may not be. Yeah, Could exactly. It, it might not uh, be because uh, we're thought. on a spectrum. Okay, I, I said all I have to say. <laughs> so, I so, so I, I, I think, I think, I think what it, what it boils racism down to isn't like neurodivergency. As, sure, as, uh, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. With, with, with the, with the spec, with the spectrum itself, right? I think the problem that that exists with having a spectrum is that any one thing could put you on the other side. And I, I don't, I don't, and I don't think life is that way. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you have like this set, this track record of doing all these things correctly. And then you do this one thing and now you're on the spectrum of the bad side. It's not like, what I, you I, are. I, really not how that no, works. No, 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 no. But what I'm, what I'm, no, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is it's now, it's now slid, slided you slightly over to make you this more bad of a person when you can just say in this moment you had a lack of judgment you had a very bad categorical like way of thinking 
and that and there's a place and that, you can, for you. that you can that you suffer <laughs> like, that I don't know. either that you either correct it or being like that, that either you were corrected or you self there's a place in the spectrum of racism for no, I mean, yeah, I mean like, what, listen no, 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 we don't, don't, don't feel, I don't feel like that because if 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 we're talking about spectrums of racism then you get then you get back to the ideology of okay then fine everybody everybody can be racist everybody can you know what I'm saying can be systemically racist towards people everybody can and you can you can start you can start to to like give everybody a point everybody gets a point so therefore nobody no longer has a point if you're living life okay. with everything no, on the spectrum everybody no longer has a point okay all right the real spectrum the real spectrum hold on hold on hold on the spectrum is the severity of racism so 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 you do have the non-racist and then the the spectrum is how racist are you Right, but so but that's what you consider yourself as a, on a okay, non-racist. Yeah, side. yeah, um, of course. You think it's impossible somebody not to be racist? That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we exist in a, a, a country with different cultures. We have we have cultural biases. You can so, have cultural preference. A cultural, not being a cultural bias. A, a cultural bias is gonna be is, is a racial bias. Like, no, 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 no. You can have cultural bias without being uh, prejudiced. N- no, you can't. No, so it's like, I, no, 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 no. For me to say I like American food is a cultural bias, correct? I guess yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't like I gotta Indian head food. Out. Is, Bye, that, is, is that prejudice against Indians or something? All right, Take care. Am I not prejudiced against Indians for not having a, a sure? A but that's not uh, that was. Uh, th- so give me an example. Uh, give me an example where I'm biased towards a culture and I'm racist towards another. No, I I'm saying that if I I think uh, again also I think black women are prettier. That that I, I'm saying that okay. is that a preference? Sure. But I'm also have my own like I'm, I'm also like socially, like even though I haven't met every white woman, I'm I'm giving a bias that's creating my own my, perspective on what I think. Uh, my thing is, you like don't that. you don't believe that there's zero ugly white women out there. I mean, you don't believe that there's zero pretty white women out there. You don't I don't think... have to though. But that, that's no, not, no, no, no. This not, is what that, I'm saying. I'm, I'm, no, wait, right, minute, wait. Before you do it again, All before right, you do right. the thing where we're going to like the the hypothetical exact, I'm saying in like a useful, tangible way of thinking. I like I don't have to meet every person. To, I don't have to have a perspective of like if I if you calculate the total number of white women in the world like if I there's a, a logical possibility that I could meet one I'm saying in how people use words I'm using a bias that that's counting out an entire group of people I'm saying uh, I think these this group of people are are prettier based off of nothing but uh nothing but like my my limited perspective I haven't met everyone but I already made my judgment call. Like uh, without that totality, that's a bias. That's I'm, a racial bias, and that racial I'm a, bias is. I'm gonna say so this. Tricky. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I I was for like, I was for dating every race, but white women. Then I met this particular <laughs> white woman. Then I met this particular white woman, and I said, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. You all right with me? I said you are all right with me. Therefore, therefore, it opens the box. But then everybody else to be right with me. Then I had to question within myself, well, why did I make that criteria, that extrinsic criteria to make all these other women like not available to me? Mm. Why did I do that? Where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? I asked myself that question. Asked myself that question. Do I still just date primarily black women? Absolutely. But she was an exception. And as long as there's an exception, it makes you question why your beliefs are that way. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's just saying that like if you go to the root of things, there's there's probably a prejudice. I just it just there. makes no sense. That. It just makes no sense for for you to say because I have a preference for something, and I don't have a negative attitude towards another, necessarily means if it's based on culture that I'm racist. Your preference is your preference probably like if you go down deep in, in deep enough into it, there probably is some negative attitude there. there no. prob- because because like I said, just like what you said with uh, Indian food. You haven't tried or American food versus Indian food. You haven't what tried. Mean, I haven't tried it. So I'm saying not you. You may have tried a some Indian food. You haven't tried. I have all. to try every food for me to say in general I don't like it. No, you don't. But I'm saying that you're the thing. You you understand huh? that you're creating. You're building I'm, your biases. You're, you're no, building I'm your preferences you, off of I'm incomplete ask, data. You you acknowledge. I'm that. asking you what is the threshold for me to reasonably say I don't like a certain. Culture. You you can reasonably say it whenever, but I'm saying that that no. reason the reason is going to be built Any off prejudice. of a bias. No, you're not understanding. You can have bias and be reasonable with the bias. Like right, I have but bias you, you know you're science. With incomplete data. But my my thing is this. No, 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 no. Listen, my thing is this. Um, when you're saying reasonable, you are necessarily disqualifying prejudice. Because part of being prejudiced is the unreasonability of the belief that you have. You understand? No. To no, be well, I prejudiced, mean, no, I understand. But to I, be I, prejudiced I, means you have an unreasonable belief about a group. I, if I, I, I could get, you could get beat up by twenty black people. Like a white person could get jumped by twenty black people. And it's and, unreasonable to say all black people are are are, are violent. Yes, or, I would agree or with to, that. Or or to not even not even go that far to say that like I don't I like the, the, to make a choice of, a preference to not be around black people because they don't want to get beat up anymore. I like, do not understand. Hold on, hold on. My thing is this. Listen, that's still unreasonable. What? But, but I'm. Way. Let me tell you why my. Let me tell you why my my belief about certain. T- First of all, I can't control what I don't like in terms of taste. I really can't. Like, I, everyone's born with a taste palette that develops over time, which is outside of your control. So for me, not saying, hey, I don't like Indian food, and anytime I smell it, like, I have a, like, it makes me want to throw up a little bit. That's outside of my control. Sure. It's uh, not based on a belief. It's literally, yeah. my my nostrils are telling me this is not a food that I would enjoy. If you it's were outside of my belief. Cor- if you want, if you would want to be more correct, as you were saying, you would say the Indian food I've had so far. I haven't liked. No, that. no, I'm saying when I even when I walk near Indian restaurants. Right, the Indian restaurants I've ama- walked by so far. That would be the more correct statement, but we don't sure. expect humans to do that. Like sure, sure. Not, there's not a normal the, expectation to put on humans. I don't. I'm going to refrain from Indian food, but I don't think it harms Indian people that I refrain. That's what I'm saying. I don't think. Right, it's but I'm saying, but you, you understand, but, you acknowledge there's a possibility there's Indian food you like that would be. Your, your there are Indian food that I like, like uh, the non non bread. Right. I like Indian food. But I don't like Indian food in general based on like like the very different like that's what I'm saying. Like what's the threshold of a culture's food do I have to consume in order for me to say, hey, this is a, prob- a food that I don't enjoy. You do it a zero. I, I don't accept I'm, no, I'm just saying that there's for it like, to be reasonable and not prejudice. For it to be reasonable and not I, prejudice is what I'm asking. Could be I'm saying that doesn't it exist. Could to be me. Something there is no negative it's always gonna be prejudice. That you, you see negative. on a consistent basis amongst you know, when you interact with Indian culture, every, every culture has their con, mm-hmm. right? And there could be a con that's not pleasurable to you. And you say, you know, I don't want to deal with that. Or it could be that the pros of other cultures are just that much, that's so prolific go. and profound to you that you rather, it's so oh. pleasing to you. You rather deal with that 
and that's why that you have a preference for that culture that or that race, on you know, of person, you know, over everything else. Uh, that's that I I would say that would be a, a reasonable threshold, but all that is 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 just preferences. There's even individuals in their own cultures who will say, I don't have a preference for this aspect of my culture. Right? It's reasonable. Yeah, uh, like I, I don't like any spicy food. That's outside of my control. It might like prejudice towards a culture that only has spicy food. I would food. just say it's not like you, you may not like the blend of spices. A lot of the spices we get anyway are from like, I don't like any African spicy food because necess- it's not about you don't like any spice? I don't like any spicy food, like the word spicy food. There are spices who are, that are not spicy. You understand? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of black culture that has. You, yeah. Maybe you don't like. There's a lot of black culture that has spicy food. Maybe you don't I like mean, black. There's a bunch. There's a bunch black of black culture, culture without. There's a there's bunch some of Hispanic black culture, culture that has a lot of. Maybe you don't like Hispanics. I don't know. But, no, no, no. I said. I mean, there was only spicy food. Me liking not yeah. like. Spicy All food. I, all doesn't I want mean to say- that I'm against that culture in terms of I'm prejudiced against it. It just means that my particular taste palette doesn't agree with that culture's decision making in terms of food. So for me to have a reasonable uh, like apprehension to it doesn't mean that I'm prejudiced against it. Like there's reasonable apprehensions. So what I'm saying, what I was saying to Bam is like it's a, so crazy to me that he's saying everybody's racist to some degree because everyone has a preference for a culture. But that's not true at all. Just because you have a preference for something doesn't mean you're racist or sexist. Like for me, yeah. I have a preference towards women. Now am I homophobic because of that? You know what I'm saying? I just naturally don't like men. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying men can't be beautiful, that men can't be nice partners, but I just naturally don't like men, like on a sexual, romantic level. So it just it's literally analogous. I'm, I just naturally don't like Indian food. I naturally don't like X, Y, Z aspects of a, of a culture. So it doesn't mean that I'm prejudiced against them. I just have a reasonable apprehension. Hey, bro, yeah. bro, that's a, that's a wild way to go into that but, example. And that, no, no, but it I'm makes sense. Go, yeah. It I makes sense for you to I, say pause. <laughs> I said I don't like men. I've no, all, that's, no, that's no, the no, biggest the pause you, you can say. Into it, it's the way you stepped into it. Like, I was like, wait, where's he going? Like, <laughs> but oh but um nah but nah I feel I feel you on what both of you guys are talking about as far as like as far as like from a cultural standpoint or as far as like a um a standpoint of like having something that you inherently are not like for you know what I'm saying or something that you inherently don't support and I don't think that you not supporting it doesn't mean you're exactly in opposition of and I think I think that's where a lot of people end up doing is they place you in opposition of because you're not a staunch supporter of said thing I think I think a lot can be gained by letting neutral people stay neutral without polarizing them to either side you know what I'm saying I think I think a lot of what what America has become is because we polarize people to one side or the other on every single issue you can name people have been polarized to one issue or another if you could let people just exist in the gray that's fine you know what i'm saying you're either this or you're this or you're not you know what i'm saying there's three options there are three options you're this you're this or you're not and that's fine 
to put people on, and, and that's what I was arguing with Prime, was to put people on a spectrum to say that you are this thing even though you aren't, like, I think that's really fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? And that, that literally makes people in opposition yeah. of you that aren't even necessarily your enemy. You're literally fighting people that are like, yo, bro, I don't even want to fight you. My thing, yeah, but my thing is, I don't understand what they were trying to say about spectrum, about race, if you're, and they were trying to attack you, because I think they're both. You're, there's a yes and no. The no is very simple. Zero racist thoughts in your mind, you're not racist. And, and the, the yes, there's, uh, black people are a little harmful, too. Black people are monkeys. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. huge. That's a huge range. Yeah, you yeah, can be in the that's middle. Wrong. So yeah. that's that's the spectrum to me. But no, not right. not a racist bone in my body. I have no racist thoughts. Everybody's equal. Boom, you're not racist. Yeah. Hey, hey, black people. Ugh, uh, they, they are. Right. Versus, I hate them. Ah. So that's the that's the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's a spectrum, but also like I was saying, bimodal. I think that's how you. How you would classify that? Yeah, I, I knew what you were talking about when you said bimodal. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, because when you when you have a spectrum, that literally means you are one or the other. There's very few people that are sitting at zero or fifty, whatever yeah. the middle of that spectrum is. There's very few like um uh, data points that end up in the middle in the middle. Like, and that's if you study statistics. Like, you realize that there's very few things that sit in the middle. Like, you're always like on one side or the other, and that's that's why I was saying the point of like. It puts you at odds with people that you shouldn't be at odds with. You know what I'm saying? You end up going to war with people that you shouldn't go to war with. And therefore, you end up losing people that were actually would support you or actually wouldn't even fight you. They would let you go and actually fight your opposition. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot could be gained in the in not just well, I, I, I'll just typically just I'll just stick to the black community could be gained by us not polarizing people and letting people just exist you know what i'm saying like okay cool you're not you're not you're not on this side you're not on that side you're just chilling cool let you just chill so i can go over here and deal with this person that's not chilling you know what i'm saying this is the person that i have a problem with cool go deal with the person you have a problem with don't make it this whole thing you know what i'm saying where you know what i'm saying you have to you have to make somebody like your enemy you know what I'm saying? There's there's plenty of people of other races that are not necessarily your enemy, but because they did not staunchly support your particular position or policy at that time of day that you felt that way, that you're actually like creating an enemy out of somebody that didn't even have a problem with you. They're like, cool, you're not that part, that particular point doesn't even deal with my my aspect of life, bro. Go get yours. I hope you I hope you are happy. I, I'm confused, like. For me, you could be a little racist but still a good person, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's it's true. like, it's like you know, that old white woman that means well and still is out there helping the black community, but says low microaggressions. She's an overall good person, but just doesn't know she's not with the times. Doesn't say yeah. not, doesn't say she keeps well, saying colors. Just, this you know what speaking, I'm saying? <laughs> she keeps saying the black level of grace that people are willing to extend. Like there's a lot of people okay, out here okay. nowadays who don't aren't willing to extend grace to anybody. They're very polarized, like Smooth said, and they want either you're with me or you're against me, right? There's no in between. Um, there's no like 
there's no room for growth. There's no room for any type of uh, complicated or critical dynamic. And that's what I was trying to say, like, before, uh, Paradise said before, like, as long as you uphold the idea of, of blackness, I can date you. And I'm like, but I thought you said you can't deal with, you know, you don't want to explain. Or maybe somebody else said that I don't want to explain my culture to somebody. I mean, like, okay, so then maybe you can find there's a lot of people out there who aren't problematic and who are willing to learn about your culture or are very knowledgeable about it because they just happen to be around black people. People just know people, you know what I mean? You would be surprised. So if you're yeah. not willing or open or have grace for any type of situation, you're going to miss out on opportunities thinking that you're, you have a set preference, right? My preference, a lot of it is just protection. A lot of it is just insecurity. A lot of it is just uh, comfortability. You know, and when I'm not saying, you know, go broke, you know, go for broke and risk it all, you know, for your white boy. I'm not saying you got to do that. But there's a lot of individuals we all ran into that were cool. And like Smooth said, they weren't trying to be a problem. You know, they were unproblematic individuals. Most people, I see a lot, I see a lot of uh, interracial couples where they're okay with it as long as the other person or the other person's family is not problematic. You know, as long as everybody can just sit around, watch TV, watch the football game, eat food, and relax. As long as you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, you know, have a job, be, you know, take care of each other and be happy. At the end of the day, everybody's okay with that. Nobody really cares because everybody's just trying to take care of themselves and their own. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just say like, that's all I wanted to say. Um, and I, I was hoping somebody would have said that to, to, to Paradise because it was funny because I've been like, y'all should be listening to Issa, even though Issa Rae got herself a, you know, a, a brother. You know what I mean? She was saying, hey, yeah, if you paired up with the Asians, y'all probably be killing the game right now because Asian men is looking, you know, they, they taking a lot of L's out here right now. The Asian men? It's Asian men and black women. In America, maybe. No, no, no. Groups. Yeah, so yeah, so in, in America, in, in America, in America, like statistically dating wise, like they are, they are the, um, they're the ones at the bottom of the totem pole together. But globally, these women love them some Korean men. They go head over heels over the Korean pop stars. That's Korean pop stars, bro. I they mean, but that, them, but that's that. Yeah, really yeah, kinda, that's, a, that's an not, outlier. Like if you add. Korean if you put dudes. any famous race of man up there on a totem, like, and they're up there, they're getting, obviously, they're getting money, they have status and all that other shit. Like, yes, women want them. That, that's just categorical. But I feel like, I feel like. That's categorical fact. People just want. No, there's no, race. there's no no, race no, 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 no. I agree with you. The, you're going to have an advantage as a famous person at any race. But I think amongst them, amongst them, I think K-pop. And That's just K-pop, man. There's a whole. But I think other they're genre. the highest amongst the famous race of of men. Nah, they have nah, an advantage even Afro, Afro, Afro beats is really big right now. I don't necessarily yeah, think so. It's just because of how how they're able to proliferate amongst the mass population of of the world. You know what I'm saying? Black when people you have love when you have that. You know, you're trying to date exactly man. right. But when you when you look at when you look at the population of the world and you look at like. China owns like one, like the population of the world, I think finally crossed 8 billion finally or whatever. So like you have 8 billion people, 1.8 1. 
I think what is it? One point. I'll say I'll just say one point five to be safe. It's Chinese. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they don't have a problem with a Korean pop star <laughs> because that's that's not that's not too much of a leap for them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not a leap. You know what I'm saying? That's not a leap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, that's like black people. No, that's like black people. That's like black people and Africans. That's like black people and Africans. If a black person told me, yo, I, I prefer African women, like, oh, like, I, I like African, this African, yeah, like, I like Tim. I like Tim. Like, let's I'm say, let's say Teams. Teams or Tims, whatever her name is, right? Tims, right? Like, he likes her, right? Like, I don't, I don't think that's a leap. I don't think that I don't think that's a jump in logic. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not too far from what you already preferred. That's not, oh. that's not too far from what you already preferred. True, you know, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. I, I think I think when you when you deal with the mass preponderance of like who people are going to run into, like India, India is right there next to. You know, you know what I'm saying? The, the, Asian, the Asian, the Asian continent. Like, yeah, that, it's not a stretch for them to go, yo, well, I, I would like this Asian guy. You know what I'm saying? Then you go to the next populist country and the next one and the next one. You start to realize, like, oh, these people aren't too far from them. So, and they run into them on a regular basis. They see them regularly. So it's not a stretch of the you imagination. But, know, like, but as far but as far as black men are concerned, like yeah, if if to see a black man in status, yeah, that might that might be a bit of a reach. Like it's a bit harder to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll see you'll see more often more rich uh African, I mean more rich white men, more rich um um even even in some aspects, like as far as like a a certain level of wealth, like you'll see more Hispanic men than you will see black men. Uh huh. At at a certain level of wealth, like if you if you start to cap at a certain level, like black men just aren't there. Like we're we're super rare as far as like getting to the upper echelons of actual success and actually having something. So that that's that's why that's why I'm at with it. I don't think I don't think that's too much of a stretch. Um, but what else what else did you want to say? If not, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say, did y'all ask the woman because I can't relate? But did y'all ask the woman like what was their ick? Nah, so look, that was on the list to be honest, but we got so caught up in like other stuff, it just we just didn't get like Bam had a full list of questions. We only got to four of them. We oh. only did four. We only did four. Like Bam had like ten questions. We only got to four. Late okay. So what about like what about the um I feel like a good question to ask them would have been like what what is two <laughs> How do you feel about? <laughs> oh my God! Here we go. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, this is hard to say. It's hard to say. <laughs> how do, how do you feel about um, sassy men? <laughs> oh my God! You know, hey, you know what? Hey, black what? women. You know how they call anything sassy nowadays, bro? I would have had. I would have been on that. So what's the, what's the threshold of sass for y'all? <laughs> hey, you know what? That that would have been kind of that would have been a good question to ask. Um, but yeah, we we it's definitely gonna get ran back. We're gonna definitely run it back. We need uh, a, we need to ask a black man. Put me on, bro. We're gonna we're gonna. You know what? You know what? Honestly, I don't have a problem with that. I just have to I just have to find some women that exactly willing, that that are really that, curious and want to ask. Yeah, ask yeah. ask questions and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I th- I think I think I got I think I got some in mind that would that wouldn't mind uh asking us some questions. Um, even of the people that were here, I think, I think, I think 
I think uh, I think three of them would be would be down um, for that. Um, I I just have to I'd have to set it up. I'd have to set it up. But anyway, um, thank thank uh, you know what I'm saying y'all for watching the stream. Thanks for the people that subbed. You know what I'm saying I really appreciate y'all that that subbed for watching the stream, man. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end it here. Uh, thanks for watching Peace. After Hours.